Hello everyone, welcome to the Crossroads Podcast, your place to blaze news, events, and discussion in the world of PlayStation, PC, and Xbox gaming. I am your host, Ron Dawkins, and back with me is my buddies, my pals, everybody here. <laughs> Let's just go down the list. I don't think uh, he knows who he wants to introduce first. I, exactly. I don't. I, I don't. So you know what? I'm gonna start I'm gonna start with the guest tonight. Stephanie Klimov oh, from, from the Boss Rush Podcast. My 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 partner in crime on After Dark. <laughs> so your residential cat lady I was just about to say that. You're reading my mind tonight. <laughs> How's it going? Going fantastic. Um yeah, I have lots more to say about being a cat lady later. All right, and can't forget the wonderful Stoyovich. What's up, dude? I'm wonderful. How come you're not joining the muscle the muscle shirt motif? Yeah, look, see, I'm wearing a, a whatever this is too. See? I didn't get this memo. I didn't get this memo. So. Every Tuesday. I thought you kind of already knew. Tuesdays, we're making this thing. Sorry. Square. Okay. Flagpole, Timmy. <laughs> You. <laughs> Always, Timmy. Oh. All right, Carl. <laughs> and all that energy right there is our is is our is our other friend, Mr. Andre Wilson. What's up, dude? What's going on, everyone? And Timmy. How, how's things about the how's things about the border? Uh warm. It's uh kind of growing into summer. As you can see, the sunshine behind me. The mornings you wake up and it's like, oh okay, it's not gonna be that cold. You put on a sweater and then you go to work and then wait, 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 it's still wait, it's still sweater weather out there. Well, like, in the, like, so I wake up around, like, 6, and, like, then it's, like, it's chillier, mm-hmm. but not, like, like super, so I just assume that it's going to be, like, cold, and then by, like, 10 o'clock, I'm like, all right, and then, and then, and then by, like, noon, there's not a cloud in the sky, so, I mean, we're getting there, um, hopefully, if anyone uh, is watching this, lives in Vancouver, hopefully, we don't have the heat wave of a century, like we did last year, where it was... It was like, oh, oh, you, you want it back? You well, want? All you, right, all right. No, to the people in no. the UK, man. Like, I know, it's hot man. Up there. I know it's 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 insane. It's hot up like there. they're not they're not they are not used to or prepared to this type of weather for this type no, of weather. I I, I I don't want the heat back. I mean, I'll have like a summer, but y'all can keep like the extreme heat. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's there? How's everybody going tonight? Going well. I have a going challenge. De- I have a challenge deck for you here. Okay. Um, uh, are we talking like Yu-Gi-Oh or? No, this is uh, this is something a little bit more philosophical, actually. Um, I've been doing a lot of uh, reading on uh, stoicism and stuff, and uh, just because it helps with my own. Stoicism or yes. stoicism? Stoicism. That's what See, it's going to turn into. I was thinking that too. <laughs> no, someone already called me Stoic the Stoic this week, and I'm like, that's weird, but I like it. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I got this challenge deck where they basically. Uh, Andre, this was kind of uh, in line with your YouTube video where you were like, you know, write down like six creative things in your little notebook each day and try to kind of follow up with them, which was a really cool video. Thank but you, I got this, you. I got this challenge deck where like you have these like cards that you're supposed to pull every day, and that's supposed to be something new that you need to do in the day. So, I like um, that idea. I like so that like idea. say for example, I'm gonna I'm gonna draw this card. So uh, today uh, I should go stargazing tonight. So I should just go outside, lay down in the grass, and just look at the stars. What if it's cloudy and stormy? Well, it's going to be cloudy. I live in the city, so, like, the the stargazing that I do is going to be just looking at clouds. 
So has, has anyone? But don't let that ruin your experience of going out there and trying to just look up into the sky. Has anyone here actually ever gone stargazing? Uh, a, a few times. I've and and um, I was um, I've I've been a big enough nerd that like when meteor, when like meteor storms are happening, well, you know, meteor showers and stuff like that are happening. Like I will I will find out what time they happen and I will go out. There's like this. There's this perfect field uh out in Yorktown. Um, yeah. Basically, it's the, the the old Yorktown battlegrounds back when like the Civil War and all that stuff was happening, stuff like that. Um, then uh, no, I'm sorry, Revolutionary War. My bad. Um, Revolutionary War is happening, stuff like that. And um, and there's a spot out there that if the if it's super clear at night, you can see everything. So like the last couple of times that we've had actual meteor showers and stuff like that, like I've actually like gotten up in the middle of the night and gone out there and like so like threw down a blanket and laid down on. <laughs> like, laid down. Yeah, I mean honestly, and it's it, cool it, when you. When you think of like how small we are, in the grand scheme of things, like mm -hmm. that's kind of a that's kind of a reminder that it's like, bro, you're just a small little speck, yeah, in the grand mm -hmm. universe. Yeah, yeah. Um, the first it humbles time, you a little bit. Oh, for sure. Like the first time I ever went stargazing, I was camping in like, like, um, it was. Have you guys ever heard of like Chilliwack in BC? No. no. Okay. Okay. So anyway, it's basically like an, <laughs> so. From here, it'd be like an hour drive, but it's like up in the mountains where you have like no cell phone. So it's like, so when I was camping uh, two years ago out there, I was with a friend, and he's more of an outdoorsman, and we were out there, and it was like twelve o'clock at night, and we were just sitting around the campfire, and he's like, "Come with me for a second. So I was like, "Okay." So we walked about like ten minutes out of our campsite where there was like no light pollution there was like no like nothing and he's like now look up and i looked up and i was like holy shit because like you think you see stars in the city and then you go to like the country or like where there's no light pollution and then you look up and i was like whoa mm -hmm. yeah. it was like we saw like the milky way it was like someone just took a brush with white paint and just did this on like a black canvas and there was dots everywhere and i was like what the fuck? i was like wow i feel small like you said though it was super humbling and that's when i, I was like yo this is sick because like it was just so unreal to see so many dots and so many colors it was it was, it was beautiful it was insane mm. so i got another I, I got another challenge here for you guys okay what's, uh, th what's this is a card this was a card that i uh, i just randomly drew so the challenge is forgive five people who have wronged you. Ooh, that's going to be hard. Uh, and, uh, you, and you know, hang you on, know. hang on, hang on, hang on. So on the back of the card, it kind of gives a little bit more explanation as to why. And uh, the, the reasoning behind it is to stop holding on to negative feelings. We can't allow our lives and our happiness to be defined by the fact that someone else accidentally or deliberately has hurt us. Anger always outlasts hurt. Forgive and move on. Hey, I've forgiven. I just don't forget. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's and, fine. All yeah, good. I, was, I was about to say, you guys know I'm a Gemini. Like that. Like, Grow up. What'd Grow you say? I'm a Gemini too. <laughs> you just said. I was, for a second, I thought you like you said "grow up." I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Have we met?" <laughs> yeah, we've met. <laughs> Look who's here. Where's Where's her backpack? I didn't put her backpack on yet. Yeah, she should be wearing it while I play the game. Is this is Paxil, everyone. Paxil. Paxil. Oh, he's so cute. He's so cute.
You'll be seeing her butthole periodically. Yeah, because she's like, cats have yeah, no shame. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, just to get a few things out the way right now, just remember you are tuning in the Crossroads podcast live on youtube.com slash xs 803. We go live all Tuesday, every Tuesday night, not all Tuesday nights. <laughs> Most Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on this on this channel right here. Um, audio versions and the video recap of this show can be found the very next day on various different outlets, including including the uh, the recap on my YouTube channel as well as on on podcast services on Wednesday nights as well. And if you need one more place to check it out, at, head over to BossRush.net Thursday mornings, and you will see another recap of the show there. Uh, if you like the show, please consider subscribing to the podcast and give us a follow on Twitch. Uh, I'm sorry, not Twitch. <laughs> subscribing YouTube. to us on YouTube. <laughs> and for you people that are listening on the podcast episode to the podcast audio episodes, uh, remember to share, rate, and review us wherever you check out the show. All right, guys. Um, there goes your Google AdSense account. I know, I know. Just, 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 just tank. There goes the sponsorship. There man. goes the sponsorship, bro. They're like, they're like, good luck. Try again next time. Basically. <laughs> Uh, side note, Leron, what color is your Apple Watch band? Uh, actually, uh, actually, I'm not, it's, uh, I have a Samsung Galaxy uh, S3, and uh, I think, it's, uh, I think we have we got the same, same band. We've got yeah, the same okay, band. I was like, oh, hold on, <laughs> I, uh, like, hold on. <laughs> I know, I noticed it the last time. I, I noticed it uh, or a couple of a couple of episodes ago when I was doing the edits. I was like, hmm, what's he wait, wearing? Wait a minute, yeah, because I'm like, I have that band. It's so funny. <laughs> Yeah. Words. Whatever. <laughs> you're just mad because you're, you're just mad because your nerdiness is now on our level. That's all. Yep. Yep. I, I am jealous, actually. I am but jealous. you know what? You're the first person I forgive, so it's fine. Oh, oh thank you. All right. So four more to go. Four, four more, more to go. Four more people to go. Do I have to like call some people, or can I just say out loud that like I forgive them? Uh, I think just mentally, even like looking at yourself. And letting that go, uh, you because you shouldn't be carrying that. I, That's I guess. Fair. That's fair. Okay. You yeah. shouldn't be sitting there thinking about that daily. You know, having someone live in your head rent free. You should just yeah. you, let that shit go, man. Let that shit go. Hey, hold on a second. We have it says I, I don't know, Laurent. It says I'm live. It says you're live. Okay. Just Kylo Ren, man. And then he and then he freezes. <laughs> Oh, Leron, no! I'm, Leron, I'm not... Alright, you were frozen there, Story. What happened? <laughs> As usual. As usual. <laughs> it says you're live? Yeah, it says I'm live, yeah. Oh, I see okay. waveforms. Alright, alright, well... Alright, so just, uh, I guess at the end of the night, we'll just, um... We'll just, uh, you just send me a copy of it. Okay. Alright, well, I uh... I mean, your shirt's still red, so... <laughs> hasn't, hasn't changed color. All right, let's go ahead and get this whole thing started here. We're going to do the thing and talk about what we've been playing this past week. Uh, so, guys, who wants to go? Actually, you know what? No, I'm not going to ask that question. Stephanie, you go first. <laughs> Damn. Uh, oh, first, because, well, I know this is more than just a PlayStation podcast, but I want to share on this podcast, Lauren, you might have seen this already, but I got the Annapurna yes. Interactive Deluxe Edition with eight or nine of their games. And I've got a physical copy of Kana Bridge of Spirits. Yes. But as far as Such what a good I'm... game. Yes. Yes, it is. I rolled credits on Ghost of Tsushima. Congrats. I beat it. 
Congrats. I love that game. I bought, I impulsed bought the soundtrack through Amazon. Oh boy. So get that in the mail. I don't need it. I don't need it. I need it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because I'm like, don't buy it, don't buy it. Just like listen to it on Spotify or something. But maybe I'm dumb and don't d- don't use Spotify correctly because when I do and I look it up and I hit play, it'll play different songs related to the soundtrack, but not the soundtrack. I'm Some, like, damn it. Somebody out there puts together, uh, yeah, puts together a really random, like it's like an inspired by like yeah type yeah, of deal. I, I think uh, Spotify does that now where like you can play like blended playlists. It's like, why Something can't like I that. just want the damn soundtrack? Oh, sorry, Paxel. So I ordered that. Um, like, oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, it's now, like, really up there on, like, my one of my top f- favorite games of all time. Like, I even wrote did a boss. You... Sorry. No. Did you play it in English or Japanese? I did play it in English. Uh, okay, Ooh. fair. I did the same thing. <gasps> Not did fair. you? Did Not you fair. play it in in um in like normal color or like old school black and white Japanese? There was an option for black and white. Yeah, so yeah, like mm-hmm. there was a Kurosawa mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah so different filters. Option for like English or Japanese, and you can change the filter. So if you play it in like Japanese with the old school black and white filter, it looks so much cooler, especially when you kill someone and like it's talking Japanese. I'm like, this is so sick. Oh, that's awesome. Well, uh, as you, some of y'all may know, is even though you defeat the final folks, which I won't say whom, for Laron to still play it, um, there's still so much you can do. Like, you still need to liberate all the camps and stuff. So I'll play the rest of the game, like, do all the extra stuff in black and white and in Japanese. So, um, and I've been playing Stray. Stray came out today. I had to wait till 1130 in the morning for it to actually open up. I played about an hour into the game, and it is awesome. It's tell a different it, game. Tell so us clearly about someone tell- stayed home from work. <laughs> I was working. I just took a lunch break. Got it. Hour tell, tell us more about it. Tell us more about it. Give your, uh, give your, give your honest thoughts and assessments on it right now. So, so it is different. It's not a type of game that I'm used to. Obviously, I'm a huge fan because it's a game where you play as a cat. Mm-hmm. I'm a cat person, and I have an orange cat, and you play as an orange cat. But it's, at least for now, you know, you, you don't have any uh, ability to attack or do anything offensive right now. You're just, it's all about interacting with the environment. Mm-hmm. So you start off, um, am, am I frozen? No, you're not. Okay. You're, 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 you're clipping, though, but you're not frozen. I'm telling you, that's, my, my laptop sucks. Um, <laughs> you are get separated from your cat family. You live in, like, this post-apocalyptic world where it's like nature's taken over like covering concrete and stuff and a pipe breaks and you fall down and you enter this city it's called the dead city and it the only things that live in it are these ai robots that are at first terrified of you because they think you're i forgot if it's called a zorg or something because there's there is a a malicious enemy somewhere that they're afraid of and you find a companion a little ai robot companion that fits into your backpack mm-hmm. and you travel throughout the dead city to find a way to escape the dead city and return to your litter so to speak um so what i do now is there's a meow button there's a button specifically dedicated <laughs> to meowing which is great because that's how you can solve a few things like there's these people tossing paint to one another and you, when you meow at the right time, the guy will drop the paint because you startle him. And that'll cause, like, someone to get pissed off and open the door and stuff yeah. like that. 
So it's cool. I mean, you can jump on things, scratch furniture, and um, just very, very cool. Um, just for now, it's really just exploratory. It, it's relatively linear, uh, but the Dead City, because of the cat mechanics where you could literally jump and leap onto any ledge, there's a lot to explore. Like, I'm just kind of going into every nook and cranny. Like, I found a key to a safe, and I found um, a couple of images that are part of the your AI companion's memory. So I feel like that's what it's going to be, a lot of exploration. Um, and then eventually there will be interactions with enemies. But judging from the trailer, it seems like it's like a stealth game where you really can't fight back, in a sense. So. Oh, so no Kung Fu Kitty, basically. Not that I know of. I haven't gotten there yet to say for sure, but I'm getting a feeling that's primarily it, which that part I'm not excited about because I would love to tear some eyeballs out, but... <laughs> no swatting or, like, pawing? Um, not yet, but I'll keep you guys posted. But it's does very, the, very fun. Does the cat already have the backpack? Yes. Okay. You get the backpack when um, you meet your AI and companion, and... Annapurna and I think it's B12, the developer, yeah. they did a great job, you know, imitating what a, a cat would do. Like when you, you first put the backpack on the cat, the cat kind of like waddles because that's what happens when you put clothes on a cat. Like they walk funny, like in protest because they they don't want to wear clothes. They're not meant to wear clothes. Yeah. So They're not supposed to. Yeah, they're not supposed to. So they did a great job like designing the animal behaviors correctly. Um. When you look at the cat real close, you know, it's, you know, it's not perfect. <laughs> it's a little, the face is a little cartoony. Uh, maybe but, this, is what, this is what cats are probably going to look like in the future when humans are dead. Yeah, maybe. Cats will evolve. Yeah, oh, for sure. Evolve back into their former forms of being tigers and lions. Cats and bears. Cats are gonna be like cats are gonna be like, well, since there's no humans left anymore to like to like feed us. <laughs> we yeah, they're gonna have to hunt for their food again, just like back in the old days. So I'm still riding that high. Um, I'm looking forward to playing more of it. I'm gonna be writing a review for the bossrush.net when I get through awesome. Get through it. Yeah. So Sounds that's what good. I've been playing. All right, cool. But I mean, is it mostly supposed to be like kind of like a walking simulator type thing? So or... far, yes. Because like I said, okay. I don't want to draw, jump to conclusions yet because I really only got through the first hour, but it's pretty much that. All I've been doing is walking around, exploring, mm -hmm. um, and I'm now getting the part where I'm talking to the AI. It's it's literally just like, it's it's almost like, um, this is a bad comparison. This is nothing like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. But you know how Nintendo changed the premise for Breath of the Wild where you're there just trying to piece your memories together and figure out what happened? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So you as the cat, are you've entered this city, you need to figure out what's happened, how do you get out of here, and there's memories to collect for your okay. robot companion. So in, in a sense, it is a lot like that. Okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, yeah. All right, there, uh, needs to be a, there needs to be a board game or a card game or something like that, like Six Degrees of Breath of the Wild. Uh, <laughs> because it seems like every game that has been made since Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild can be traced back to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. You know, kind of like Six so? Degrees of Kevin Bacon. You think so? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't the first time I've heard of this. Oh, this game is kind of similar to Breath of the Wild. That game is kind of similar to this little thing in Breath of the Wild. So, yeah. Hmm. I think we... Uh, it'll be a future episode. I... 
to just quickly backpack off that. I don't think because cats were backpacks. I get it. To this day, I still don't think that Nintendo anticipated for Zelda to be as big as it did. You mean Zelda or Breath of the Wild? Breath of the Wild. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't think they were like, they made it and they're like, oh, this game is going to take off. They knew that. But I don't think they knew it'd be like one of the best games ever. Mm -hmm. I think they were doing, they were definitely doing something new and they probably had no idea the reception it was going to get. Oh, easily, easily, for sure. Yeah, they're like, and, and like, yeah, they like made it and saw sales and they're like, what? Just a lot of people actually like this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it puts a lot more pressure on that sequel, so no wonder they keep pushing that out. Yeah. So All it's right. our fault, I guess. We shouldn't yep. be blaming Nintendo, right? It's our fault. Nintendo does no wrong. So, yeah. okay, here. So, Stoy, the person I forgive, my second person is me for, for, for setting the bar so high. So, <laughs> yeah, two. there you go. Three more. <laughs> number, Three number, more. Two <laughs> number two is me. Three more to go. All right. Speaking of story, uh, why don't you tell us what you uh, what you've been getting into this past uh, this past week? Well, I beat Metro Exodus last week. Mm-hmm. Um, How'd you like it? I liked it. It was really good. I really, really was really impressed with how well how 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 much the choices mattered. You know, interesting. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, like how they actually influenced how the people that you encountered and the people that you traveled with mm-hmm. viewed you. Wait, which um, me- which Metro Exodus? Uh, which which one is, is this? This was the last one. This is where you're traveling by train, and you know it, it's like the premise of the story is like you're just trying to find safe harbor. You're just trying to find a safe place to really settle down. And yeah. uh, but like as you're taking this train, you're encountering all these different villages and these different uh, settlements and stuff in a post-apocalyptic world that, you know, it's like the the line, especially you know you know how in some movies and like you know, TV shows where it's like post-apocalyptic, but like everybody's a monster and an animal, but it's not their fault because it was a matter of circumstance. And no, don't be mad at them. They're just slaves only doing what their masters bid them to do and, and all (laughs) this and that. And just, you know, so there's a lot of gray lines. So I didn't realize how important it was to maintain stealth throughout the entirety of the game Mm -hmm. um, to actually get people to get the people in your own party to actually view you as like, you know, I, I guess a pariah, or at least a kind of like a man of honor, I guess. So, because you could actually lose people, you could actually lose people in your party. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I didn't know that. See so that? Like, you, I feel like that's what makes. I feel like that's what makes games like it, it. It makes you a little more cautious. Yeah, I didn't realize this, but like, say for example, the first village that you get to, it's yeah. this village of these people that um, think electricity is like the devil's tool, like. They've completely abandoned electricity of any kind, so they created this cult, and they have taken over this area, this swampy area in Russia, and, you know, they're kind of like killing bandits and brainwashing people, but they're attacking you. So you could feasibly actually go through most of the area without killing them, or maybe just like knocking them out, Mm -hmm. and it matters at the end when you actually try to escape one of their villages, and you encounter the main, the chief. And he's addressing his people at this time. So if you've made it through the area without killing them, mm-hmm. or at least maybe keeping casualties down to a minimum, um, you can actually escape there unharmed and without even firing a shot because then he addresses his people to say, these people are men of honor. Uh, they should be given safe passage. We just want them to leave us alone. So please don't fire on them. Please let them go. Mm-hmm. 
or if I was an asshole and I decided to just shoot through the village, they would attack me on sight. One of my uh, companions would die in the escape. Wow. So, and it all matters at the end because obviously there's a, there's a big moment at the end where you need your party. You need as many people as you can in your party, and you could feasibly die at the end of it, at the end of the Whoa, game. Whoa, interesting. So, I do like how those games have different endings depending on what you, you do. Yeah, and it really matters. Like like I said, like kind of like the the minute by minute interactions that you have with people. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're you know if you're killing monsters, it's no big deal. Whatever, screw them. But um, yeah, it it really does matter, and your your companions will actually judge you for it. Mm. You know, like one instance where like a guy is like, you know, Artyom is his name. Artyom, I told you not to go through that village killing people. Like, look what you did. Look what you did. And it's like, oh, Artyom, 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 yeah, Artyom. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, so I, I beat that. That was a. I, I thankfully I got the good ending. I kind of found out early on how choices matter. Um, and then Power Wash Simulator, guys. Uh, I, I was choked. You, you had perfect timing. I almost choked in my drink just now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let us have it. What, what's me, up with it? This let man me tell you. out here power washing stuff. Like, like no, la no. Last week he was flipping houses, and now. And now I'm power watching. <laughs> you know, it, I mean, it, it stars a humble man just trying to start his own business of, you know, being a professional power washer. You know, you're running out of a van. You know, maybe you got a little garage because, uh, uh, you know, it's, some people want their vehicles power washed. Like I had to, I had to power wash a motorcycle. It was all dirty, and I had to power wash it. <laughs> so, and you got to get in all the nooks and crannies. Like they really like, you know, you have to. Power Hold on, wash you're using the environmentally safe shit though, right? You're not. You, it's just you, water, man. Okay, it's just water. Okay, I, I was about to say water. that. Now with that soupy say, stuff, yeah. I was, I was about I mean, to say, I was about to say, because some assholes out here are using that, that that bleach shit, and you know, it's like, know, come no, on, dude. No, you, I, you're... I use soap. So, like, it, it's funny because they give you a story, and, like, some of the writing in this is actually really good if you read the text messages mm -hmm. or if you read, you know, the kind of the descriptions. Like, I was power washing a house, and I get a text message from, like, a colleague to say, like, Hey man, the guy is actually like really the guy across the street is really enjoying your work. So he's actually sitting outside in a lawn chair watching you work. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean he's not there, but like hearing seeing those text messages pop through is kind of funny. Basically, uh, yeah, basically because you're out there wearing hoochie daddy shorts and no and no shirt, you know. <laughs> no, no, I mean you, you gotta wear full suit. You gotta. Oh, wear okay, full suit. oh okay, yeah. okay. You're not just We're doing this. Full a, you're not just doing it as a hobby. Like you're you're. Just... No, no, this this is professional. <laughs> no, I have he's... my own van. With my own company name on it, I have clients. I get paid for the work. Okay. This is real. This is okay. real. Okay, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to, to fetishize you. I'm sorry. Okay, all right. I'm just saying. Power washing, man. There's a, like it takes a long time. It oh takes yeah, a long time. Like I have a, I I got this uh, job about doing uh, cleaning a a playground, mm -hmm. and it was funny. Like I get the message to say like. But apparently a bunch of these kids in this neighborhood are getting contact dermatitis. And <laughs> apparently the parents are saying what? it's from the playground. But whatever, I don't believe them. Why don't you just go clean it up just for appearance sake? And you get there and it's like everything is covered in dirt. The slides are covered in dirt. The floor, the padding, you know, covered in how dirt. Many, the benches, everything. Just grimy. ass kids are playing on that. <laughs> it's grimy and moldy everywhere. Like it's just nasty. It's, pro it's probably like the, it's probably like the city or the housing community just never takes care of that shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I get some of these jobs. I get to do a whole house, and it's like literally every inch of the outside of the house is like 
how the hell you get this bad? <laughs> Even the toy car in the backyard is moldy as hell. What the hell's the matter with you people? Well, you know, I power washed my house in real life earlier this spring. And let me tell you, A, it does take a long time. But yep. B, man, is it so satisfying. And I feel so damn powerful with that little water gun thing. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, it puts in some work. You could change the nozzle sizes. You could change the spray power. Uh, you know, you could actually add soap. So, like, if there's a particularly large area that you need to clean, you know, if it's a large wood area or, you know, multi-purpose, multi-surface, whatever, you know, you can spray soap on it. Environmentally friendly, Laurent. That's um, what I'm talking about. How much do you charge per hour? Uh, I think it's, like, they charge you, like, per section. Okay. So, like, say, for example, you have a house that you have to power wash, right? And it's, like, they'll charge you, like, maybe 10 bucks for the gutters. And then for all the windows, they'll charge you like 50 bucks, but like each window is like maybe like two or three bucks total or something like that. So it's weird how they micromanage and itemize everything. And it's a good way to keep on track because like if you miss one spot, it's like you have this little meter that shows you like how much you've power washed it completely. And then the area will like ding and flash to show you like, okay, you're done. You can move on. Got but it. like okay. you'll, you'll, you'll do the whole roof and then it's like, it says I have a sliver left, and I don't know what side. It's like I'm power washing everything. I'm like, God damn it, where is it? <laughs> That's why it takes so long sometimes. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Anything else you uh, you gotten into? No, that's a. I think that's about it. Cool. cool. All right, Andre, you're up. Uh, just been playing some Destiny, catching up. Um, Grandmasters are out, and if anyone that doesn't know. Uh, Grandmasters are basically like endgame PvE. You gotta be a certain level to play them. So I'm just playing a little bit of catch up because I was on a bit of a burnout with the game. Isn't so the, isn't a new season coming? A new season. No, you're in. There's a new event and it's a it's a it's a four week event. It's called Solstice. It's Solstice. basically like okay, yeah, okay. It's basically like um the summer event of Destiny. So like the 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 tower is basically like the common area is all like they're like grass is growing and it's like a big summer vibe you can get like different outfits that glow and all that jazz so that's cool that started today um other than that i'm 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 playing chrono chrono cross and it's um i'm improving to the point now so each character so will know what i'm talking about each character has like a stamina bar and when you move and when you use powers or attacks your stamina will go down so I've gotten to the point where I will attack with a certain character until they have like 10% left of their stamina. Mm -hmm. Switch to the switch to the next character, and when you attack, so say if two characters have like 10%, and you attack with the third character, their stamina will go back up. So what I'll do is I'll constantly switch between characters and just keep my stamina either 50% or 75, and I'll get in like. 15 maybe like 20 hits before the boss will actually hit me that's and actually then, clever i never thought of doing it this way dude I, yeah i figured it out like two days ago and i was like holy shit this is genius so um um yeah so it it's um playing the game has just um uh, it's been a lot more tactical and i'm 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 approaching fights a different way and mm -hmm. um there's so many. There's like over forty characters you can like recruit to your party. I I didn't even know that. I was like, what the yeah. hell? 
I googled it and I was like, there's a lot. There's a lot of people you can recruit, and it's cool because like, like your game, um, some of your actions you won't be able to recruit everyone. So I kind of have to pick and choose who I want to recruit. So it's been fun to try out different teams, different builds almost, and it's just been a lot of fun to to approach different things more tactical. Cool, cool. Um, all right, good so game. good old school RPG. I, uh, oh, for so, sure, for sure. So I want to ask you this question because this game, this game has been out for this game. That game, that's an old PS One game. So I need to ask you, like, in in the here and now, mm-hmm. how would you rate that game? How would you rate it now? Yes. Um. So okay, if I could shoot back to when I was a kid playing it, um, I would say if I was just like happy go lucky didn't really care too much about the the story i was just kind of like ooh, a new fun game i'd probably give it like out of 10 like a solid like maybe six but now that i'm a lot older um i understand a lot more things i honestly give it like probably like an eight and that's because so okay so to to um story we've had this conversation that like graphically it's not the not the best so uh two days ago i actually put it in the dock downstairs on my tv and like it was a bit worse when Mm. it's on the bigger tv i'd I'd be like turn it off turn it off (laughs) i was playing it at one point and i was using my joy cons and sometimes I would push a button, and I'd push, like, A to attack, and then wait two seconds, and then my character would, uh, would attack, and I'm like... Oh, Ooh. that latency. Yeah. Oof. This game did that's not... What I was ta- so that's, that's what I was talking about. Sometimes the frame rate, and even, like, the controllers, like, just don't... Oh, my God. It was... So, like, playing it on the TV, on a dock, I not I don't recommend. But, like, playing it in the Switch mode... It's still good. It's still good. But um, overall, I give it like an eight now because now I can like, again, now I think about different strategies. I understand the mechanics of elements and the weaknesses a lot more. I understand the, the, why the they, different. Why they? Why they? Why they? Just why they overdo the freaking Chrono Trigger formula? I I don't understand. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't get the whole like. Chrono Trigger is like one of my favorite all time RPGs, and I was so excited when they announced uh, Chrono Cross, and then yeah. when I got it in my hands, I was like, uh, I don't like this. <laughs> you know, it, it's weird because like, yeah, like Chrono Trigger fans either either love this title or hate it. I've heard some people say like, yeah, same. They're like, this game's not fun, and yeah. I'm like, well, I got. I enjoyed, but yeah. So the whole like, I I enjoyed it. Like I said, the first time around, it was I, fun. I, I thoroughly it was enjoyed fun. it. I yeah. feel like I, I feel like now I feel like now I can probably play it now and probably appreciate it. Which which I'm which I'm going to do eventually. Like uh, just 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 so I can be on the on the Chrono Cross train here with uh with, with the crossroads. You know? I I I, I don't think I don't think it's going to win you over. I I really don't. Oh you don't? Oh yeah. I, I mean yeah, because um especially with the I mean I, I don't take this the wrong way, especially with the attitude. That you've like kind of displayed, like I really don't think this game is gonna what convince you, you. What do you mean with what, what attitude? Like pass, like a little bit pessimistic. Oh, I got you. I got I'm, you. I'm not. I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's just like, I mean, this like like if you play the remastered version, yeah, it, it it's not gonna win you over. Okay. You know, I mean, well, me I, personally, well, I don't know well, about you, Andre, especially with all the kind of like well, the bugginess well, see, of it. Well, see, this is how I, I would go it. back and play this on the original PlayStation first. 
Well, see, that's what I'm gonna do. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna buy the um. I'm not gonna buy the uh. What's it called? The Dreamers something edition. The like, I, the, the radical, radical dreamers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got. I can play. I can play the PS One. I can play the PS One Classic on my Vita. Yeah. Okay. But Laron, hell yeah, you, you said it best. I I appreciate it more now. That's the best way I can explain it. Mm-hmm. You're gonna play Chrono Trigger on the more powerful system <laughs> compared to the Switch. Yeah, yeah I, I I appreciate the game a lot more <laughs> now. If I could say, it could probably use a little bit of a bump in like the graphics. But you know I what? Won't get into that whole. Story. It also boggles my brain. Why didn't like like Square knew there was kind of a demand from like there? Because I mean, yeah, for for every one Chrono Trigger fan that does not like this game, there's like three like you know like Chrono Cross fans that just love and it. Game, and, just... and this game came out a year late. Yeah. The game was supposed to release on its 25th anniversary. Yeah. And it didn't. Yeah. So because, I mean, of, because COVID kind of knocked it back. So yes. they had extra time to bake this game. Yeah. Like, to, yeah. Like to, to polish it or something, you know, like. No, they just uh, let it sit on a shelf and they were like, I, I, I don't. Out. <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like these other companies have not done what, have not realized what Capcom has done. Capcom tapped the potential by remaking Resident Evil 2 and 3, like PS1 games. PS1 Konami. games. Konami. Take Konami, a page from Capcom's book. Shit, Konami don't want to spend that type of money to, to redo like Silent Hill and Metal Gear Solid. They don't want Konami, to do that. Konami, Konami, I'm just saying. Look, no, they'll, look Resident they'll, Evil. Well, look at Resident they, Evil. Outsource it to Capcom. I'll, outsource those games to Capcom. Capcom no, will do them justice. I don't think Capcom would do Silent Hill justice. You don't think Capcom will do Silent Hill justice? You, you think they'll no. squander it? You think they'll squander it? I think they will squander it. Okay. I honestly think get the old team back. Get the band back together. Good, good luck. Good luck on that one. Like they're all <laughs> over the place now. I think. I think. I think Akira Yamaoka, who was like the composer for most of the for most of the soundtracks, I think he's the only person left. I think he'd come back. Wait, is he? No, he's gone. He's gone. That's right, because he did the soundtrack for uh, for what's call it? Um, Ghostwire Tokyo. Medium. medium. And the medium, yeah. yeah. Mm. No, uh, Team Silent is working on a, a like a Slitterhead. They have two team members from the old Team Silent. Actually, actually, I'd let Bloober team take take a stab at Silent Hill. Hey man, if you're Possible. <laughs> if you're reading the rumors, because man, every year, I hate to bring this up, every year there's always these like new Silent Hill rumors that Konami's working on a team and that Bloober team is taking over. Yeah. I think the latest rumor is Bloober team is taking over a Silent Hill two remake. Why two? Oh, no, they need, they, no, they, no. What needs to be remade first is Silent Hill one because that the was first one. First yeah. one needs to get redone. That, needs, yeah, that needs to be done before anything else needs to get redone. Yep. <laughs> it's like, Let's just skip one and do two. I, I, that's the other well, thing I don't want Two is do. the most popular. I mean, let, let, two, is the mo- two is the most popular. Two is the most popular. my favorite. Yeah, my but favorite. I mean, you know, like, if they just want to do, like, a Silent Hill Legacies, then, you know, you got to start with one. As a matter of fact, you should do one and two, because Silent Hill 3 came out on, on PlayStation era, right? Yeah. PS2, yeah. Yeah, PS2. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, if I said PlayStation error. It's, there's there's six eras of PlayStation if we if we count the the, the PSP and the Vita. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, yeah the Vita had uh was it shattered? No, not shattered memories. That was the Wii. Um, what did they have? The the Vita had uh, one of, it was like no, kind one of like a top town dungeon crawler. Yeah, didn't the PSP get one and then he eventually like crossed over to like the 3DS and the um, yeah, that and, was, and the uh, Wii. No, the the PSP was Silent Hill Origins, which they released on the PS2 anyway. Okay. All right, uh, Andre. Uh, anything else? You, you want to you... go over more Silent Hill? Maybe we can do a retrospective. I mean, I mean, we can. I'm in. Actually, 
Well, I'm not the I'm not the strongest on that, so like you'd have to you'd have to quarterback I'll talk, that one. I'll I'll talk to my I'll talk about it with myself. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk, I'll talk about the Hill games are terrifying. I'll say that. <laughs> yep. I mean, okay, back when it was the Battle of the Greats, Resident Evil versus Silent Hill, I had to go one way, and that was Resident Evil, because uh, because easily, Silent easily. Hill Silent Hill is a Silent Hill is a good game, a good series, and all that stuff. But you know, it came down to like I didn't like my games. I didn't like my games playing with my emotions. You know, like that was that that was the difference. Silent Hill was more of a psychological yeah, kind of horror versus yeah. Resident Evil was just more yeah, like, straight yeah. out horror. Yeah, I yeah I want the game to reach out and grab me at least sometime. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget. I'll never forget. Did you guys play the um, the Resident Evil remake of the first one? Yeah. When no. Yeah, the GameCube. The one? GameCube. Yeah. yeah. So, do you remember how the zombies turned to vampires? Oh yeah, the the the, yeah, the, the red the, the red head the red heads. I will never forget the first time I ran by this dude and he got up. He and got I was up. Like, he got. I was he, like, he got up and he was two times faster. I was yep. like, I okay, I come around the corner. The camera switches. I see the zombie. I'm like, why did you look a different shade of red? I don't know. Who cares? I run by him. He goes, stands up. I pause the game. I'm like, what the fuck just and happened? Then, and, and, like, and then, and then, Capcom are supposed to be dead. I'm pause the game. Panic attack. I killed him. Turn it off. I'm like, I'm not playing this game. That ah. I am not playing this game. You always remember the first time that you almost shit your I pants. Yep. Forget the first time I ran into a crimson head. And then that's so what they were called, Crimson Heads. Crimson that's, what head, that's it. Yeah. I put the big boy pants on, turned the game back on, and eventually I found the leader. And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And, like, and then, is- and then Capcom be- trolling you, right? They would never give you enough lighter fluid to like just take to light them all up. Like, no, nope. I want to, I want to say, I want to say for every five, for every five monsters you could, for every five zombies you could burn to death, you you always had to leave one because yeah, you never then, had enough lighter fluid. And then. So, okay, yeah, so for every five, you light one dead. Now, you're like, okay, I can't go four different ways in this house because there's four of those fucking things around each corner. So now, <laughs> and now you're left. Like, go, yeah, so it's either that or you man up and you run past that thing. And half the time, I'm like, don't look, just run. And I ran. And then I'll, and then I would just hear, <laughs> and then <laughs> around the corner. And I'm like, great, there it is. Yeah. Oh, I'm imagining I'm imagining Andre walking up to every door and going, "You a big boy, Andre? You a big boy, Andre? Come yeah, on, let's I, go!" I'd be like, I'd be like, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go to the doorway. I'm gonna take five steps forward and I'm gonna cut to the right. That's and then gonna I'm be... gonna go do a little swoopy swoop around and I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> yeah, I would like I'd approach the door and be like, "Shit, is this the one?" And then I'd be like, "Map," and I'd be like, "Okay." Listen, okay. I, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but so I just want to ask, and then we can always talk about this another time. I know I'm going to talk about it with you, Lauren, tomorrow. Has anyone started watching the Resident Evil on Netflix that just came out? I watched the it. first episode last night. I heard it's just ass. I heard it's ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm on that consensus too. But I I'm actually, a, I, I'm. I, I'm have, <laughs> I, hey, sorry, I actually saw the, the meme today of Thanos, and it was like the OG films with um. Mila, Who's yeah, and um, and the meme said, "I um, maybe I misjudged you harshly." I was like, yeah, ah, ah. yeah, like I, I saw the, I, I watched the first episode last night. Before I went to bed, and um, and it's kind of intriguing, but at the same time, it's not it, it's not doing, it's not doing what's supposed to. And you know, I've, I've, 
I feel bad because, like, I do love the Resident Evil franchise, and, you know, like, I've read books, I've, I've checked out the graphic novels, of course I've watched all, I've watched every Resident Evil movie to date, so, like, so, like, yeah, the, the seven films are out, the six, the six with Mila Jovovich, and the, and the one that just came out with, um, More than what I did. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, you know, it's just, you said, you said more than you did? <laughs> more than I did. I stopped after the third one. I was you like, stopped? I can't do this. Oh, I, well, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm in love with Mila Jovovich, so, you know, like, you know, like, I, That's because she was in Monster Hunter. No, but this is before she was in Monster Hunter. But then she, but then you saw her in it, and you're like, "Oh, this just makes it better." Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. But, but anyway, you know, um, you know, like I've I've basically seen every Resident Evil live action property. I've even seen all the CG movies, the Resident Evil CG movies, and stuff like that. Those so are really good, though. They, are, they, oh, they, they, they are, they are good. Do you remember to a that? Point. Do you remember that movie where Here Leon Kennedy was riding up the Here stairs on a motorcycle? <laughs> <laughs> he always brings it, was, it up. That's why he loves in the hallway shooting zombies like it's John Wick with Chris Redfield. Love that. Okay, come on, that scene is so good. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just want to know. I just want. I just want to know who directed that movie because somebody, some whoever was directed for that movie, they had they, they must have had a BDSM thing going on because they had those tyrants and the fucking dog collars and shit. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> what is this? Like, Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> And then when you take the collars off, they hulk out and all this stuff. And it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of wacko? Basically, I have a feeling we've gone way off track. Yeah, we have. That's we're my bad. Yeah, because we're no. Talking I about... think that's all of us. That is all of us. We take equal blame for that one. <laughs> I'm the one that kept wanting to talk about Silent Hill, and then we segued over to Resident Evil, and then we just left it all behind. Yeah, uh, Andre, was there any other games you've been playing besides Destiny and Chrono Cross? No, sir. All right, cool. Uh, well, guys, um, I actually did what I said I was going to do. I played a new game this past week, you know. But, was it uh, hard for you? Actually, it's hard for me because I'm not sure how I feel about this game. Like, As Dusk Fall also, As Dusk Falls also dropped today. Um, oh, yeah, I haven't picked that up yet. Yeah, like, it's on like it's on Game Pass and, game, and PC Game Pass now for people who want to try. And, um, and... I'm interested in it because I like I like I like storyboard. Well, I like I like uh, narrative driven games. So like so you know like games like Heavy Rain, D Detroit Become Human, stuff like that. Like this is this is my wheelhouse. But remember a couple of weeks ago when, when you, went, you remember story when we did the um, EXP cast for the uh, for the Xbox show, mm. we were we were like man like I hope this I hope this is not how the game turns out right because it looks it honestly looks like a whole bunch of like. Of like watercolor, like you know, storyboards, and not an actual video game and stuff like that. And that's really what that's really what it is. That's yeah, really I think that's, what, yeah, that's really what it is. Okay, that that because that kind of yeah. threw me off because I think the art style is what's gonna kind of turn people away from this game, which is sad yeah. because it's probably it's probably got a really good story to it and really good yeah, branching like I, paths. I, I, I honestly want moving polygons and stuff like that. You know. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that, you know. Uh, the stories, the stories, intriguing and stuff like that. Like I played, I I played the first chapter, and and this is how I know like the game is not. I'm not sure if the game is going to be the, the 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 driving force for me. I haven't imprinted on the characters yet. Well, the characters haven't imprinted on me. I guess you should say that uh, because you know, like normally when you're playing a game and stuff like that, like one of the characters, whether it's the hero character or like a or a, or a sub character or whatnot. They usually you usually latch onto that character and it's like okay I gotta see how this thing goes out like so far I'm not there and I played a whole chapter of the game and and the first chapter of the game shit jumps off this is not like playing the quarry or or uh, or um, until dawn you know mm -hmm. like like shit jumped off the first chapter as a matter of fact as a matter of fact you had three action you had three action things in the in, 
three action sequences, you know, that were actually long parts of the actual chapter, you know, uh, and the characters just haven't stuck with me yet. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel about it. You know, like I'm. I think. I think because I actually have to put some content up on my YouTube channel. I think I'm gonna go ahead and like record and start stream and start streaming and stuff like that. But I'm not sure. Like it's, it's probably gonna be a half-ass thing. And uh, don't go half-ass with that, man. Okay. Yeah, it's a new game, you know, and, and you know, new games, stream new games, like that gets you subs and follows and stuff like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. But right now, like, I, I just don't know. And, you know, um, and like I said, I love these types of games and stuff like that. But, you know, like so far, like I'm only playing it for the story. And, and for a guy like me playing for the story is usually what, what gets me going anyway. But it's literally the only reason why I'm here at this point now. So, uh, you know, it's. Don't take my word for it. I would say try it out, especially given the fact that if you if you if you're a subscriber to Game Pass on any version of it, whether it's whether it's PC or Xbox, you know, like give you it tear a... yourself away from Power Watch Simulator and House Flipper or or, or, or hunting monsters and stuff like from that. Monster you know, Hunter, you know, yeah, like yeah, like yeah, give it a try. I'm I'm gonna say that because I'm um, I'm not ready to condemn it just yet, but it's just not it's just not doing it for me right now, you know. And I hate to say that because like you know like. I don't know a lot about the studio, so I'm not sure how many other games they have under their belt or anything. Are they a new studio? I'm you not were. I mean, I, I saw the Summer Games trailer with them, and it's a yeah. very diverse uh, group of people. Yeah, yeah. Which, and you know, uh, and you know, I'm think, um, and you know, you you look at this, and you can tell they 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 actually drew inspiration from some of those other games I just said, like Detroit Become Human, uh, Beyond Two Souls, uh, Heavy Rain, stuff like that. There's other games out there, but for some strange reason, like I I have I have a serious like hard on for like all the David Cage games because like that dude hasn't done me wrong in my opinion. It's their very first game. He's done. Oh, is their very first game? Okay, so yeah. Very first game. So I'm giving them. I'm and giving coincidentally, them the... coincidentally, mm -hmm. the creative director, uh, Caroline Marchall, she was a lead game designer on Quantic Dreams, Heavy Rain, and Beyond Two Souls. Really? Okay. okay. Yes. That that explains the inspiration. Then that explains it. Okay. Yep. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it because, like I said, the story is kind of what's keeping me here, but. It's not it's not doing doing the best job of keeping me. So you know, like I'm gonna I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep doing it. You know, mm. yeah. Uh, but like I said, give it a try. Like like we're we're a PC, PlayStation, Xbox show. So you know, like we're gonna we're, we will plug stuff when we can. And this is worth this is worth an honest try. Besides, besides, there's some good stuff that dropped. You know, this weekend. Yeah. We're and we're getting ready. Nintendo. And we're getting ready. To, and we're getting ready to talk about some of the stuff that dropped. So uh, oh, so yeah. Well, so uh, let's just uh, break on into it. So uh, here we go with our new and notable games coming out for this week. I'm looking at something real fast, so I got distracted. My bad about that. But we've got the notable games coming to PC, PlayStation, and Xbox uh, this week. Why am I why am I living with PC? That was last week because we're not PC heavy yeah. this week. Last no. week was PC heavy, and this God. week this week is console heavy. Did you want to take this one, Lauren, or me? I mean, if you want, if you want to take it, you uh, you can do it. Uh, so we got from the eleventh uh, the eleventh of July to the seventeenth of July. Andre, you know what? Go ahead and tee it up while I get the. Uh, I thought links. you were. I thought you were just gonna do. Why don't you go ahead and take it? But anyway, on July twelfth and thirteenth. No, no, I just, this, well, no, no, this, I, no. I was saying. I, I was to. saying the. I was saying the range of the week. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> All right, Andre, you're up. <laughs> Okay, so July 19th, we got five games coming up. First one, which actually kind of, I saw some pictures, looks really cool. Um, racing, Forza, Forza Horizon 5, the Hot Wheels DLC. I saw some screenshots. If you can actually drive a 
Hot Wheels track, I'd play this. Yes. Sure. That, no, no, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly I what it is. Play that. Literally a Hot Wheels yeah. track, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, like, uh, like they, like, it's the, it's, it's those red and yellow race tracks that you, <laughs> that, See, used that, be, is, that used to be that in our is, living rooms. That is taking content to, like, the next step. That Plus, Plus, you got the Hot Wheels dream cars and stuff, like, and you know they actually show up in the game too. So yeah, so cool. <laughs> um, adventure game uh, for the second one. It's the adventure game, the new one, uh, Stray, PS5 and PS4. Also, on never the heard of this one. Me neither. Probably, probably about a squirrel. Uh, then, <laughs> then, <laughs> I'd play it. I squirrel. The narrative action adventure as dust falls, like we just talked about, Xbox family and PC. <laughs> the fourth one, the indie adventure, Gloom and Doom, Xbox Family and PC. Fifth one, the indie adventure, Endling, Endling, Endling. Endling. extension yeah. is forever, Peace. PS4 and PC. <clears throat> On July 20th, we have the survival game, Dread Out 2, PS5 and PS4. Now, just a, just a note on Dread Out 2 real fast. Dread Out 2 came out two weeks ago previously for Xbox. Um, Ooh, okay. and, now, and now the PlayStation gets its run on it. This is okay, the Fatal cool. Frame meets Silent Hill game we were talking about, I remember. Yep. Oh hey, God. we should talk about Silent Hill. <laughs> or I can talk about the second game, RPG, Stranger <laughs> of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin, Trials of the Dragon King. <gasps> What's DLC. your favorite Silent Hill, Andre? Uh, number Mine's three. the second one. Mine is number three, the indie shooter, Severed Steel for PS5 and PS4. Number two is my favorite. For shattered Memories for the Wii. <laughs> you really can't talk all day. Always telling you. Oh, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. I'm, uh, I'm about to mute his mic. <laughs> number two was my favorite. Uh, number four, we have the action RPG Baldur's Gate. Dark Alliance. PS5 yep. and PS4. For this some the, reason, this is I the wanted, release. For some reason, I wanted to say something else instead of gate. I'm not gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> but anyway, um, number five, we have the indie adventure Hazel Sky for the Xbox One and PC, and number six, Two Star for the PC. Uh, July twenty-first, we have the action bright. Memory Infinite for the PS5 and Xbox Series X. I think it's RPG. finally going to be the full game. For that, number... Sorry, wait, what? Go on, go on, go on. Well, I was going to say, because this was this initially came out on the Series X, because this was made by one developer. One dude. Oh, yeah, oh, a single oh, a single man house? Yeah. Okay. And I think once he got... Once he started kind of getting some steam on this uh, game being on PC, like, he actually started to hire people to really finish the game. Like, he just made, like, a pretty rough demo, uh -huh. and it became really popular, so then, um... Ah! Well, damn it, Andre. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry! I hate, I hate taking work home with me. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but yeah, so that was all I had to say about that. Uh, there, but he's, it's finally going to be a full game, thankfully. I'm. I, I need to timestamp that. That's going. That's actually going in the final cut. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I see this. I'm like, don't say, don't say. Uh, number two. Can someone please help me with this word? Um, Dungan Rampa S Ultimate Summer Camp for PS4 I, and PC. No idea what that is. <laughs> it's I think a, you, I think oh, you need a, to add that slogan into every game that you list from here on out. <laughs> 
I need you to do this for me. Actually, Danganronpa is like one. It, it's it's a cult favorite, uh, like RPG series. Um, as a matter of fact, really? Austin's a big it's, fan of it. Yeah, Austin. Yeah, Austin was a big fan. Austin's a big fan of this uh, of this series. But also, like, if you like if you like the Persona games and the um, yeah, if you like the Persona games, Danganronpa <laughs> is is also up there. Okay. Okay. I have to keep a lookout. Number three. Also, sorry. This is the July twentieth. Sorry, July twenty first. Just so. I'm clear. Uh, number four, we have the adventure game Hell Pie for PS4, PS5, also on PC and the Xbox. So the whole plate. Whole plate there. And number five, the indie game Post Void, PS5 and PS4. Uh, and, don't, and, and don't forget uh, River City Saga, Three Kingdoms, uh, which is... Pardon me. Up. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, I swear I'm missing a game. <laughs> July 22nd, four games. Uh, the first one. Um, Capcom Arcade Second Stadium PS4 old, PS- old school goodies yes sir also on the Xbox One Indie the Airy yeah Airy yeah Airy. Airy Vikings PS4 and PC this game Airy gets so many updates and expansions like damn like you know for yeah. for, for for nineteen dollar games you know like shit like they <laughs> you're you're getting your nineteen bucks and more hey, so have you guys watched gameplay of Severed Steel. Uh, no. no. Oh, I my legit, God. I legit thought you were going to ask if we've seen gameplay of Silent Hill. And I was like, <laughs> Man, I'm so I was like, why do you have to keep bringing up Silent Hill all the time? <laughs> we're done talking about that. God, stop talking about it, dude. <laughs> but, yeah, no, Severed Steel, man. If you watch the gameplay trailer of that, whew, that's, a, that's a seizure waiting to happen. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I mean, it looks cool. Like, it looks like it would play really well. Yeah. Goddamn. Like, make sure you don't make sure you take your epileptic epilepsy pills before. Thanks. Uh, the screenshots alone, I'm just like, holy bright. <laughs> holy, holy colors. Uh, number three, we have Princess Loot Pixel again times two for the Xbox One. Last game, Server Seal, Xbox Family. Question yeah. Why yes. the F? Why the F are there so many PS4 games? Leave it alone and drop the system. You, you know, you know. I'm, I'm sorry, but I know we I know we talk about this all the we time. We talked about this before. We talked about this before. Drop it. Like, there's so many games. There's, hang on. There's one, uh, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. There's twelve PS4 games and out of, PS5. Out, out, of this like, list of, out of this list of 20 games that we that we talked about tonight. Soft. Just end the cycle. Oh. And, At least it's not 17. And uh, and, and real, and real fast here. how many here. Silent Hill games have been made. Oh. oh. I had to Google that. I had to Google that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So to sum this all up, we're staring at one of the biggest release weeks of 2022 so far. Uh, as you've already heard, leading the pack this week are three of the most highly anticipated games from the summer from the summer announcements. That including that including Stray, As Dusk Falls, and uh, and 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 the Stranger in Paradise uh, DLC. So there you go. We've got you got some stuff to check out, uh, guys. You know you know what you know what we do. Uh, which of this week's releases have you are you most excited about purchasing and, or playing? Uh, we already know Stephanie's answer, so we can skip yeah, her. Yeah, just skip me. Nobody rung her buzzer tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm in on a Dust Falls. I think I'm gonna pick that up. 
Give it, a, you know, give it a try. I need someone. I need someone to kind of like bounce off on this one. So give give it a try. I'm gonna continue yeah. to play it. As a matter of fact, um, like I said, I'm gonna start recording content. And I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start putting up, putting up, putting up on my channel. And um, and actually, um, I might put it up on a part on a partner uh on a partner channel too. So yeah, just be on the lookout for that. Oh oh, by the way, you know what? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the PC mastery snob for a second. This game has no 4K settings. Why would it need 4K settings? It doesn't look like it would need it. It doesn't, but at the same time, you know, like with all these colors and stuff, it'd be, it'd be nice to have like the 4K HDR. Bro, like, bro, pop. it's their first game. <laughs> Leave them alone. Okay, okay. Like, hey, hey, oh, Jesus. okay. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go to, I'm not gonna go to Metacritic and review bomb them. To be? What do you expect them to be? Naughty Dog, right out of the gate. Come on. <laughs> Why? Yes. Why can't they be Naughty Dog? They need, that, like, they need that Sony money. I know Naughty Dog is your first game, but why <laughs> no 4K? Fine. Naughty Dog has yet to give me go the to finger. London, go to London, stand in front of their studio and hold up a sign and oh, say, no, why it, no 4K? Oh, oh no, it's too, hot. It's, it's too hot in London right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. That was a very bad joke. I'm sorry. We'll have to wait till winter. Uh, Andre, was anything jumping at you? I, I would say give Rampa a try. Honestly, um, <laughs> the game you can't pronounce. That's too weird, man. <laughs> Honestly, the too Forza weird. Hot Wheel thing. I'm not gonna lie, sounds kind of cool. And lately, well, I've been wanting to get into um, Formula One just because of just watching the show. I've been like, man, I really want to play a, a racing game. So Formula well, One and the Hot Wheels. Yes. thing. Well, here's what you do. Here's what you do then. Uh, sign up for Game Pass PC. Get Forza. I should just get. Game Pass for the. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, but think, I'm uh, I think actually you could do a 10 hour trial of F1 2022 on Game Pass. Or... Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's on Game Pass or PlayStation. I forget which one. Okay. Yeah. Also, story, I just started season two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, get Game Pass on PC. Forza Horizon Five, the standard edition, is is free on there. It's got. It's only going to cost. It's on Xbox. On yeah. Xbox. If you have Game Pass, you could do a 10 hour uh, trial of F1. Okay. Ooh, okay. Cool. I'm, I'm yeah. Forza Horizon Five. The only thing Forza Horizon Five will cost you is 112 gigs of space on your hard drive, and That's then true. and then get that uh, get that get that Hot Wheels expansion. You have to pay for that one, unfortunately. I mean, it's worth it. It's a giant. Hot no, 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 no. Trust me, it, it, it is worth it. It is worth it because I missed I missed that train when uh what what was the last game they had? Was it Forza? Was it Forza Horizon Four that had it? No, 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 no. It was Forza Motorsport. What five? I don't know what you're talking about. The Hot Wheels expansion. Yeah, it was a more, oh, it was a more yeah. recent uh, yeah. Forza. Four? Um, Four. No, the last one was Lego. And oh, I think Forza yeah, yeah, Horizon yeah. 3 had the Hot Wheels one. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, there you go. There's um. There's everything that's there's everything that's slate to come out this week, uh, the 11th uh, to 17th of July of 2022. Uh, so, uh, you know the deal. Hit us at PS underscore Crossroads on Twitter. Let us know what you're thinking about playing or what you're already playing or checking out. Um, and give us give us some ideas and stuff like that. Uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to our next topic tonight, which we've got some PlayStation news for you guys out yeah, there. big PlayStation news. Bro, yeah. this ain't that big. <laughs> PlayStation's late to the party on this. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I, I mean, it cracks me up how, like, I was reading this and I was like, Okay. <laughs> Story is not impressed. Story is I mean, not I mean, impressed. I mean, okay. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Go, uh, go with the story. All right. So uh, we've got the uh, we we finally got the mid month uh, PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium uh, games for July here now. Uh, 
So, as you guys may have already known, like we uh, in the run up to all of the stuff for the for the launch of, for the the launch of the all new PlayStation Plus, we uh, we let you guys know that yeah. that if you have PlayStation Plus ac uh, across all three all three tiers, you're always going to get your monthly drop of games at the beginning of the month. But people who subscribe to PlayStation Plus uh, Extra and Premium Editions also get a get a bonus drop at the middle of the month. And that first batch of free monthly games uh, exclusive to those subscribers are here now. And it's hot. Yeah, hot. we've we've got a total. Actually, we we have a bonus title. So it's actually at the time at the time when this article my article was written, it was seventeen titles. But we actually they slid one in this morning on us too. Did they? Uh, wow. Yeah, as you already know, headlining the 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 the, the, the mid month drop is Stray, uh, the summer's mo one of the summer's most hotly anticipated games from Annapurna Interactive. Uh, check that's that out. Game, that that's the game that's about the squirrel, right? I thought it was a chipmunk. Or is it a wombat? Or is it a wombat? Which one is it? Don't even. Don't even. No, you know what? You know what? Honestly, you know what? I'm, 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 I am I'm have Stray in my library, but you know what would have actually gotten me to play a lot faster? If it was, if a, red, if it, if it was a red panda. What? <laughs> Come on, you guys didn't watch Avatar Legend of Korra? Papu, the the uh, uh, Bolin's little oh little... pop yeah 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 it was a it was, they called it a fire ferret but it was a red it was a red it was a red panda I'm sorry I'm dumb story nerd like, story I was uh... <laughs> or right. the movie Red about the giant I haven't seen I that haven't. yet I haven't seen that yet it's actually very Oh so yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, I've 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 heard a lot of good things about it. But um, okay, circling back to this, <laughs> also sharing the spotlight for uh, for the mid month of July's releases on PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium, we've got Marvel's Avengers, which you know some people you know they're gonna be lukewarm to that one. But we've also got the Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate, which this is the PS5 edition of the game, and it's mm -hmm. got and and uh, I need to check. I don't know if it gets the UFI DLC. I need to check that because that is. Huh? That is the uh, UFI DLC. I thought Intergrade was um I thought Intergrade was um was just the PS5 edition of Final Fantasy VII remake. No, Intergrade is what's the, what what the UFI DLC is called. I think. No, no, UFI DLC is called something else. Ah. Look at look it up. Look it up while I talk about this. Okay. <laughs> All right. Additionally, five games from the Assassin's Creed. Uh, about to say ass. <laughs> five games from the Assassin's Bro. Creed library joins the roster as well, along with two games from uh, the Saints Row franchise. Uh, uh, PlayStation Plus premium subscribers will also get uh, receive three classic PlayStation titles, that being No No Heroes Allowed and Local Roco Midnight Carnival, uh, as well as Echo Chrome, uh, all coming from the PSP. Um, for a complete listing of the games available uh, to extra to PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium subscribers, head over to BossRush.net, check out the article, and you get a full look on everything. And also, reminder, there's plenty of time to claim July's PlayStation Plus games, uh, which are available across all tiers of PlayStation Plus. Uh, subscribers on the two higher tiers of PlayStation Plus, Extra and Premium, just remember, you, we will be getting additional content drops every middle of the month. So there you go. A whole bunch of bonus games. And you're right. Okay, about right. the um, so Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate is the full package of mm -hmm. Final Fantasy VII that includes the Yuffie DLC, which is called Final Fantasy VII Intermission. Yeah, okay. Oh, because yeah. yeah. I'm watching the trailer right now, and it like 
it has some of the game and then some of Yuffie games. And I'm like, it, is this so, like the... Yeah, literally the Integrate is the whole thing with the whole package. The mm -hmm. full game and the Yuffie um, DLC. Oh, okay, oh, that's, so... That's cool. So, Stoy, cool. I think you said you had some thoughts about this this whole thing with the, with the PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium stuff? Uh, no, the loyalty. Um, oh, the loyalty stuff. Okay, that's what yeah. I was talking about. Oh, yeah, we're about to roll into that in a moment. Uh, no, this is actually good. Like, honestly, like, this is what I was hoping the PlayStation games that they would be releasing would be mm -hmm. like, we'd actually start seeing some really good big games for yeah. people who I may mean, have missed out on it. I mean, you know, like I, I did tell people to, to go to the website, but, but uh, you know, you got stray, you have Final fantasy seven remake integrate, you know, um, you've got Marvel's Avengers, Marvel's which... Avengers guy. Come on. No, right? no, no. Actually, you know, Marvel's Avengers? people can say what they want, but they, but they've done a lot to fix this game. No, <laughs> they done... haven't. No, they haven't. I was trying to be diplomatic. Look, we look. No, we, you don't have we, to be. We want to. No, we want to be sponsored we by Square Enix. We want to be sponsored by Square Enix, so we get. Square Enix doesn't want to be sponsored by Square Enix. <laughs> Jesus. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, come on, like, come on. We got Assassin's Creed, Unity, Black Flag, Rogue, Black Flag, the best one. Can't Freedom, Freedom Cry, the X, <laughs> the SEO collection. Then we've got Saints Row Four, Reelected, and Saints Row Get Out of Hell. Uh, Get Out of Hell is fun. It's pretty yeah. fun. Um, it kind of re reset the multiverse. The re it reset the timeline, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, there's 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 stuff going on. You know, and you know what? If uh, if if more and more drops like keep happening like this, I I think they really just need to concentrate on fixing the streaming only content because I tried to play Mega Man Ten and I tried to play I can't remember what the other game was. I tried to play two different games and that latency just killed me and took me right out. I was like, ah, yep. I can't do it. And you, I don't and I you, don't think we're there yet. Yet. And you I don't know think you we're there need. Yet. And you know, for a Mega Man game, you need fast twitch stuff. And you... <laughs> mm -hmm. Stephanie, talk to me. You just currently you just currently subscribe to PlayStation Plus Extra. Did you get extra? Or did you go to premium? I got extra. You got extra. What? Can someone? Because I think I'm a bit new. Is there like PlayStation Plus and then like two more things? Okay, so PlayStation Plus rebranded last last month. Uh, like, uh, oh, and, and basically they that'll do it. They integrated PlayStation Now with PlayStation Plus. So uh so now there's three okay. there's there's three subscription tiers for PlayStation Plus now. You've got they the integrated <laughs> Oh <laughs> Get it? Final, Final Fantasy Seven integrate. But um <laughs> Alright, anyway. <laughs> so all right, so you've got your you've got your your old school package with PlayStation Plus Essential. That's the same. That's the that's the one you've always known and loved. So you know, six dollars okay. a year gets you gets you your 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 anywhere from your, your three to four free games, um, and then um, <laughs> oh he's mad. Okay, my door. That's why I was like, who is that? And then, uh, and then you've got the PlayStation Plus Extra, which uh, the PlayStation Plus Extra tier, which is the middle tier, which um, which basically gets you gets you an additional drop of games, um, and it also gives you the full access to stuff, so like cloud saves and all that stuff. Um, and then the PlayStation Premium tier, which is the most expensive one, is the one that gets you uh, it gets you the entire backlog of games that's available across PS One, PS Two, PS Three, and PS Four libraries and stuff like you that. You can play PS One games. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, bro. Yep. yep. What kind? Is there like a select 
or is it like right now? Right now, there's a, right now there's a there's a decent selection. It's not what we're looking for yet because like where's Metal Gear Solid at? You know things like that. But yeah, like how okay? How much is premium? Premium okay in the United States. Premium is one twenty a year. Holy shit! Really? Yeah. yeah is yeah. it extra one hundred for a I year? Think, I think extra is a hundred a year. Yeah, ninety nine. Because it was trying to. Because I only bought one month, mm-hmm. and it says, "Are you sure you don't want to buy it for a year?" Which is technically the better price. But if you don't mind, I think you were about oh, to ask me that question. Leron is. PlayStation. Oh, before they rebranded, before the whole Spartacus thing, I did. I was a PS Plus member, but you were just ba- the basic one, right? Right. Yeah. Um, before they rebranded, and I th- I thought it was a good service, but just at a certain point, I reached a certain point in my life where I wasn't using the benefits they provided. Same. So I unsubscribed, yeah. not because it was a horrible service. Uh, I just didn't use it, and therefore I'm like, I can always jump back on. And then Stray, <laughs> so I got myself a month uh, a month on extra. So I got the extra, um, and I-, I am going to consider signing up on a more long-term basis once I kind of get my life in order um, and will actually utilize. And by then I'll be able to know what what I want. Because I'm thinking of either doing the extra or the premium because mm-hmm. I never got to live through the PS1 like old school games. Mm-hmm. So I think I might benefit from at least a year of that and then maybe yeah. I can drop down a tier. Yeah, I will say this. I'm not really using a lot of my PlayStation Plus Premium right now, but I am appreciating it. So, like when my so when my little my little extension like ends in November, I'll probably just re up for an entire year. Um, uh, but uh, okay. So in Canada, twelve month is 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 a buck forty. But correct me if I'm wrong. So these are all the PS One games: <clears throat> Ape Escape. Disney, Pixar, Toy Story 2, Buzz Lightyear, Hot Shot, um, IQ, Intelligent Cube, Jumping Flash, Mr. Driller, Odd Road, RE, Darkest Cut, Siphon Filter, Tekken, Wild Arms, Worms, Arma- Worms Armageddon, and then Worms Part- Worms World Party. PS2 games, we have Ape Escape 2, Ark the Lad, Dark Cloud, Dark Cloud 2, Phantom Vision, Hot Shot, Jack and Dexter, 1, 2, and 3, and X. Kinetica, Okage, Primal, Fred Faction, 1, 2, Rise oh of God. the Kasai, Rogue Galaxy, Siren, Star Wars, Bounty Hunter, uh, Starfighter, Racer, The Mark of Kree, War of the Monsters, and Wild Arms 3. You can play all of those I, games. I can tell you right now, I can tell you right now, you're going to want to play Rogue Galaxy. You are going to want to. That was, the, that was one of the last JRPGs I played. <laughs> okay, if this list keeps improving i oh, might yeah. have i might have to get a since, ps5 this is real i didn't know this existed yeah since the roll since the rollout um in june because uh, the rollout happened the second week of june since the rollout they've sl- they besides like this drop of 17 games that just showed up like they've actually thrown a couple on it's intermittently throughout over the weeks and stuff like that so it's already it's it's growing you know and stuff like that you know um it's the PS. It's the PS3 really games cool. that are kind. Of, it's the PS3 games that are kind of like upsetting to to degree. It's not so much that the games themselves are bad because I mean like you got all the infamous games. You got you got the resi- most of the resistance. I'm sorry, one resistance game. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, like like all the Just all, one. all the uh, all the um, all the Ratchet and Clank games are on there and stuff like that. You know, um, they just need to bolster the. Um, they just need to bolster the infrastructure for the for the cloud streaming, or or actually like you know like well. The rumor is like somebody's working on getting like PS3 emulation working, you know, for PS4 and PS5 and stuff like that. 
So um so once that becomes once that becomes a reality and stuff like that, like this is gonna be a really good service. And, you know, like besides, like we're gonna talk about it in, in in a little bit, but Microsoft's about to have an explosion on Game Pass. So But real quick, um yeah. another question about, you know, the fact that this everything kind of just launched and Stray was kind of like one of the big highlights to kick off the new I don't want to keep calling Spartacus, but that's kind of how I've been re- referencing there are it. There people still calling it Spartacus because I, I feel like I feel like in most parts it's easier to say PlayStation Plus or Project Spartacus versus PlayStation Plus Extra Essential Premium. Well, that <laughs> and I kind of want to like highlight. Like I'm talking about the new, the new reentry of the subscription service. Yeah, it could be me. Um, maybe I've been not paying as much attention, but I, I've had my notifications turned on. Why do I feel like? their launch of their new and refreshed and polished subscription service seemed to be kind of quiet or maybe not. Like just to me, it seemed like they didn't make the biggest deal out of it except for it's, the actual launch of the games. It's because it's because in all honesty, like, like they kind of know they let people down with the fact that PS3 games are basically still performing the way they did on PlayStation now. Like that's, that's really it. They, so, you know, it was like, they start the hype train up for it, but you know, but then they're like, they kind of took the wind out of our sails, you know, by saying, oh, PS3 games are still going to be, you know, gated behind, like, the streaming platform, you know, which isn't a bad thing, but like I said, like, the latency kills... There are certain games that, you know, that latency is not a problem. There's other games where you need, like, the fast response times and stuff like that, you know, because <sighs> it is what it is, you know. So it's not just me, though. It seemed like a relatively quiet launch. Yeah, it, it, it was it was a quiet it was a quiet launch. Also also, you know, because of the stumbles and, and things they had going on in um in Japan when it first rolled out because like because like they were releasing PAL versions and NTSC like regions and stuff like that and so people could not play their games. Like it was even worse than that. You know, this is games that were downloadable, not not just games that you know you had to stream. Uh stuff like that. So they had a they had a lot of behind the scenes stuff to do, you know, to make sure it wasn't a PR nightmare when it came out in North America. Because, because honestly, Sony only cares. But Sony only in, in instances like online gaming, Sony only cares about what North America and, and, and the rest of the West has to say. You know. So the people with more straight. disposable income—that's what pay, they want to get. You pay that large amount one time, and you have that entire list and more throughout the year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, homie, take my money. Are you kidding me? <laughs> take 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 the buck forty. I don't give a shit. That if you have that from January to December, I will gladly pay that each. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That yeah. is so many games. Stupid. Exactly. You can say you're never bored. I'll hit you. And I'm pretty sure it'll still work like how PS Plus used to work, where say you let your membership lapse and then you maybe join it up months later. Whatever you downloaded, you will still have. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you don't yeah, yeah you don't start is- over. That is incredible. I didn't know that, like, like, because I've heard you guys talk about premium and, like, and I'm like, what the hell is that? So now that I know, that is an incredible amount of lists. Sorry, an incredible amount of games you have on the list and ever growing. Like, that's that's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry though, Stephanie. Like like Stephanie had just gotten off of PS Plus, and uh, and, and Sony was like, "Got you, bitch! <laughs> got you right got back you up can't. in it." <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. Like, look at what we got. We got a, we got a cute cat game. You're gonna play it. <laughs> and do 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 games come out day one? Like, do big games come out day one on that? Well, Stray was no, okay. Okay, that's... not not Stray first was party, the only exception. Not first party Sony games, but um, I think. 
I think Sony, I, I feel like Sony kind of got themselves in trouble with this because Stray coming out a day one game the first month into the cycle of this, mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to have to do a day one, like at least, if not every month, every other month. You yeah, know? they set a precedent, I think. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. I hate to say it. But Someone actually, over at Sony is like, who did? Come on, guys. <laughs> but actually, but actually, I, I feel like All Sony. All the money we lost. I, I also feel like Sony yeah. keeps writing checks that they can't cash because remember the PS5 launched and they gave bug snacks away for free day one. Bug snacks. Yeah. I, I, well, okay, I'm not saying bug snack. Uh, you weren't you weren't here when Logan used to be on the show. But Logan was a, a, a fool for bug snacks. Uh, Pat on our uh, show EXP cast, he's a fool for that one too. <laughs> Well, I mean, if anything, I think Stray was a good title if they had to pick. Oh, a Stray was release. A, Stray was Not a good. Next. <laughs> Stray was a good one, and and and, I, and I'm kind of curious. I'm kind of curious. Uh, like, what was Annapurna's thought process behind you know, like letting this be? Was it was it money? You know, that Sony threw at them for this, or was it or was it you know like uh they they needed kind of like the lift? You know, that's a good question because Annapurna has always been known as an indie, but they're pretty big now. In my opinion, their indies, big. their indies are starting to feel like top tier games. Exactly, double A games. I was gonna say double, double A. a. They're, they're double feeling a. really double yeah. A. So yeah, now, it's yeah. hard for me to like think that it's only money because I'm like, I it, Annapurna, it, they're not having I, a hard time selling their games. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they would have done fine, but you know, like, uh, who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's just like a partnership thing. I, I don't know. Wait, I'm 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 curious, Stephanie. Was this one of your games on our on our yes. on, on our on our boss rush bowl? Yep, and it scored mm. an eighty four in Metacritic. <laughs> Could be better. Makes me makes me I mad. Bet those, I bet makes... all those dog people rated it lower. <laughs> Dogs actually got online and review bombed it on on Metacritic. <laughs> Dog, this, dogs this like this cat is really stupid. This cat goes in fetch. I was just about Zero to say that. <laughs> Four out of five. Four out of five. It doesn't play fetch. <laughs> Just as a side note, more people on the internet attack me. I love dogs too. Okay, relax. <laughs> and I love cats. And Pat likes monkeys. Pat likes monkeys for whatever reason. <laughs> anyway. All right, we 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 kind of pounded this one into the ground. So let's go ahead and move on to our next topic. <laughs> All right. So, uh, if you guys have not have do not know about it. PlayStation, uh, PlayStation has introduced a new loyalty program. Uh, so uh, this is, I think, this is where Story wanted to start talking. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But uh, but yeah, just so you know, Sony has revealed that in the coming future, a, a new loyalty program will become the PlayStation. Uh, it's entitled PlayStation Stars. Uh, it's a free program that will cultivate new opportunities for PlayStation gamers uh, for for the PlayStation community. Uh, with a, just a bevy of benefits. Uh, some of the benefits include loyalty points for redemption, activities and campaigns. Uh, activities and campaigns, basically, uh, I looked at some of the examples, basically like, you know, first person in your time zone to get a platinum, you get like that some... Is, that is the biggest flex ever. I'm yeah. sorry. But if you, if you... First person in your time zone. The amount of people that are going to miss work on the day a game comes out, flat <laughs> a game, and then walk around and be like, hey, what's up, man? And then, and then... And then they're like, can I help you? And they're like, yeah, just, just fucking platinum this, the game, dude. Where are you? Yeah. Like, First one in my in, time zone. Yeah, insane. <laughs> in, insane. Yeah. Just huge flex. I just wanted to say that now. Huge flex. You've got digital collectibles, which we've already, which Andre and I already said, doesn't NFTs. They are literally NFTs. You can't change my mind. No, they said in a tweet, they're not NFTs. They tweeted it. 
So it's legit. Was it actual? Is it actual like special content for like games? I can. I, I'm gonna read you the exact quote. I'll find it. Give me a second. Okay. And while Story's looking for that, uh, also also PlayStation Plus users will receive bonus points for their. Per- you know what? Actually, while I was talking about this just now, I realized something. This is the Nintendo Rewards program. Basically, but with that's like some... what I'm saying. It's a Microsoft Rewards program. It's the Nintendo Rewards program. This is nothing new. Sony was just extremely late to the game, and the quote was from the Sony Interactive Entertainment Vice President Grace Chen. She said on Washington Post, "Quote: These collectibles are definitely not NFTs." Sure, Jan. Sure. Definitely not NFTs. <laughs> They are digital representations of things that PlayStation fans enjoy, including figurines of beloved and iconic characters from games and other forms of entertainment. The only thing is you can't sell these. That's that, that, that's the, the kind of like plus side of it. The minute you can trade them to other people, NFTs. The second, well, yeah. the second that happens, they're NFTs. Yeah. I'm still going to call them that, but the minute you you can trade them, they are officially NFTs officially. All right. So the good news about this is that now people who aren't wait actually no my bad uh, gamers <laughs> I was reading the wrong thing. Uh, so all subscribers across all PlayStation Plus tiers will receive loyalty points uh, for any PlayStation Store purchases. Uh, the loyalty program will promote Sony's most nostalgic past and the inevitable inevitable future of the company and its IPs. Yeah, no, I, I, it's, been a while since, it's been a while since I got tongue-tied, and it had to happen there. <laughs> monthly check-ins, too, so. Oh, yeah, monthly check-ins, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just like Nintendo. All right, so uh, I got some I got some questions for you guys. Uh, uh-huh. How are we feeling about this idea? Besides the fact that we just know it's just a knockoff of, 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 of Nintendo and Microsoft's rewards programs. I mean, it's fine. I don't... I'm not saying that is like it's a bad thing. Like it's a good program. It's just like you know, Microsoft's been doing it for years. Nintendo's been doing it for at least a year. You know, so it's like about time Sony kind of jumps in the bandwagon. So yeah, my my response is similar. It's fine. Like I'm not wild and crazy about it. There's nothing wrong with it, and makes sense that they are at least are on par or competing with the other two with something Mm -hmm. similar. But I really, I mean. It's not important to me, but I know there's some subset of people that just go nuts for this kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. good for them. <laughs> it's so. funny. Yeah. For the people that like are like, I got a platinum my game. Uh, for the people that are like <laughs> that, who like have to platinum my game, this is great. Go nuts. You know, Bob's your uncle. Personally, I don't lose sleep if I don't platinum a game. So, but I mean, I have platinum some and it's been like, oh, cool. Right. But I mean, <laughs> fuck. I'm, I've done it in my time zone, so you guys haven't. So, haha. <laughs> that that is like a flex in itself. Other than that, I mean, like it's yeah. Basically, whoop, Microsoft, Nintendo. I mean, Sony's now just kind of like, yo, guys, I'm here at the party, so it's cool. Um, I mean, like, if I'm more because I'm late to the party. This whole premium subscription thing. Has <laughs> I'm his sorry, mind is, I'm his like, mind is I'm still like, blown. Holy shit. Like, that is a lot of games. And if they add, if they add my favorite PS1 game, I will fucking fight Timmy for a PS5. I don't care. Is your favorite, P- does your, uh, is your favorite PS1 game anything related to our big topic tonight? Because if it is, we'll have you hold your tongue until then time. 
I'll I'll hold my tongue because I because I don't know. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't I don't know if so I'll hold my tongue. But yeah. Um. It's like Story said. We've seen it. Um. There are a little different things that are so need, mm-hmm. like the collectibles and all that jazz. But again, like I think they need to introduce something along with it to to make them stand out or else it won't really be like a huge thing because again we've had it and now people are like oh cool another loyalty program thing that's free i don't hear a lot i don't hear a lot of people talk about honestly nintendo's like running with this one because like they're their their rewards their their loyalty program like their the, those Nintendo coins things like that actually does something I mean shit like there's been well many, that actually gives you value yeah there's been I mean, many those, a day, there's been coins. many a days that I didn't have to spend forty dollars for a complete game <laughs> yeah so, I like the the gold points that's the one yeah. you can spend on games the platinum or silver points are the ones those that... are bullshit those are the ones you can only spend on uh, online or uh, like online basically online digital currency and yeah, you, like, um, and you get a mouse you get a mouse pad every now and then right <laughs> so, or like an avatar a new avatar if yeah you want, yeah or enter a raffle to receive a picture of a skyward sword or something i'm like Pfft. yeah yeah like no like nobody nobody's doing that nobody's nobody's playing super mario run that much to get that much <laughs> that many platinum coins what um, if i am huh? i mean i mean hey Shit. like i'm not gonna right. i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna shame you for it <laughs> I'm not, but I'm just saying if I was, then hey. <laughs> All right, we can go ahead and move on to our next. Our, our actually, this is our final news topic for tonight. Um, hey, we're. I think we're kind of on the roll here. I think so. All right, so this is going to be a little bit of a heavy topic, but you know, it goes without saying that there has been a bunch of things happening as far as acquisitions that have been going. So let's talk about this. Uh, first of all, um, the Xbox and uh, Activision Blizzard. Uh, uh, acquisition that's approaching approval uh i'm gonna try and go through this one uh, this one as fast as possible here <laughs> all right so xbox's acquisition of activism blizzard has had multiple hurdles uh, to jump over uh to get closer to, to actually happening according to the financial website seeking alpha microsoft has now provided the fc ftc with the information it was looking for um, and apparently this had happened several weeks ago. So like this is stuff that's already happened. We just we're just now learning about it. And the company is now waiting for the for the FTC's response. Here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. Like Microsoft has provided all the information that FTC needs, but Activision Blizzard, we have no idea if they've done it yet. So right now we're just waiting for FTC for the FTC to say something. Because as per the guidance page for the FTC, uh, once both parties. Um, which are Microsoft and Activision Blizzard, have handed over all the FTC's requests. There's a 30-day wait for the merger to move forward uh, to its next stage. Um, at that point, you know, if the FTC has no issues with the information provided, uh, the deal could potentially be approved once uh, with, uh, within that 30-day window. So basically, what, what we're trying to say here tonight with this story, and you can also head over to BossRush.net to read, to read more information about it, is that if everything is in line... We're looking at sometime next month hearing that X- Xbox and Activision Blizzard are all one company now. So there's that. Pretty standard. Yeah. yeah. Big thing for sure, though. Yeah. Next up, let's talk about the PlayStation and Bungie acquisition. It's official, y'all. Sony put a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> Sony Interactive Entertainment has completed its acquisition of, of Bungie. Uh, which in the... Um, hmm? Sorry. In the, uh, in the Destiny... 
community, there was memes or like questions like, now that Sony is a part of Bungie, are there any like IPs that we want to see integrated with with uh, Destiny? So people have been like, oh, it'd be cool to like. I personally said that like the only thing that I could see is like Horizon Zero Dawn type armor in the game. So that'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd shit. be cool. Yeah. That'd be yeah, cool. Yeah. Shit. yeah. Yeah. Someone said, um, for for because uh, you can have like swords. So like for an ornament for a sword in the game, give us like Kratos's axe. Yeah, I was nice. gonna say you got to integrate yeah. that somewhere. Yeah, yeah, nice. Sure. So like, it's cool that now that it's official, we does, can start seeing. Does Destiny actually have any melee type weapons? Yeah, we have. Uh, we have these things called glaives that just got it introduced, and then we have swords, and that's about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, the, uh, okay. So Sony had this to say, um, last Friday, uh, the agreement to acquire Bungie has been closed. So now we have, now we can officially say, welcome to the PlayStation family. Uh, they actually mentioned that through, uh, through a tweet last week. Uh, the, uh, Bungie is report uh, the Bungie deal is reported to be a deal that's worth three point six billion dollars. We don't know the exact figures, but we know the estimate is three point six billion, you know, U.S. dollars. Uh, the it's Halo B, <laughs> yeah, the Halo creator will retain its independence as well as continue to create multiple uh, multi-platform games despite being part of Sony Interactive Entertainment. Uh, to use Bungie's own words about this, our games will continue to be where the community is, wherever they choose to play. Uh, Sony CEO uh, Kenichiro Yoshida said the company's planned acquisition of Bungie was partly motivated by a desire for PlayStation to become more of a multi-platform business. Uh, we believe that it will be a catalyst to enhance our live game services capabilities. As we all know, we talked about games as a service a while back here on Crossroads. Uh, uh, definitely, you know, go check it out. Give that a read. Um, and they also, he also said, our acquisition of Bungie also represents a major step forward in becoming more multi-platform. It sounds like he kind of like talked himself in, into a circle there. I was just getting the quote off of that, but that's exactly what he said. Uh, in addition to his ongoing work on Destiny 2, Bungie has announced plans to bring at least one new IP to the market before 2025. Um, and the studio is reportedly working on a new Destiny game for mobile, for, for mobile platforms in partnership with, with the Chinese tech and gaming company uh, NetEase, uh, which... That company invested a hundred million dollars to become the minority shareholder in Bellevue, Washington, uh, in the Bellevue, Washington-based studio. That's where Bungie's at, right? Bungie's in Beats Washington. Me. Yeah, uh, Seattle, I think. Okay, I was okay. All right, so there's that. So good job, Bungie. Like, hey, welcome to the PlayStation family. We 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 love to see it. <laughs> All right, and, and speaking of PlayStation families, also uh, Haven Studios is officially PlayStation now. Like that, that actually closed. So no one knows who Haven Studios is. Jade Raymond. They Studio. haven't even made a game yet. Oh, oh, I see what you did there. I yeah. <laughs> they haven't even made a game. yet. I see what you did there. But All right. apparently, they're reportedly working on a live service game, which is kind of in line with what I think Sony's business plan is going to be for the next few years. Yeah, yeah. All right. Video games as a service. And uh, in, in some more acquisition news, uh, Sony is eye, Sony has their eye on buying Repeat.gg. Uh, following Sony's 2021 purchase uh, of the Evolution Championship Series, better known as EVO to the esports fighting game community, uh, <clears throat> PlayStation is making moves to ensure that its name is synonymous with esports. <clears throat> Sony's out here just buying everything, holy... Uh, I mean, they're buying. They they're, keep up. They're buying the small stuff because I mean, like shit. That Activision Blizzard fucking deal. Oh my god. That's a that's a big deal. That's mon it, that's monumental. 
<laughs> yeah, and if that goes through and they become one, Game Pass will explode with games. Explode. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, PlayStation is looking to uh, is looking to be set to acquire the popular esports platform Repeat G GG. Uh, Repeat GG host leaderboard tournaments that are designed they're designed to make esports uh, more accessible. Uh, Repeat GG is pretty much the most used technology as far as esports tournaments go, hosting across a wide variety of popular games, including League of Legends, uh, PUBG, and Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, designed to be as accessible as possible to the common user, anyone can organize and present their, their event in an easy-to-read fashion through Repeat GG. Uh, PlayStation has been investing significantly in esports and has also continued its, its investment in live multiplayer games. After teaming up with the esports company uh, RTS to become co-owner of, of Evo, <clears throat> the company has hosted uh, the PlayStation has hosted a, a ton of tournaments and paid out over paid out over five million dollars in prizes across eight thousand competitions with 50, with over fifty thousand players winning some form of the prize. Uh, this year, it also plans to host more than eight thousand competitions. This, it, we're 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 more than halfway through the the year so far <laughs> and currently boasts 7 million registered participants sony okay sony is not fucking around <laughs> sony is not fucking because if you look at if you look at things oh uh it should be noted that repeat gg will remain multi-platform in terms of the games that it covers despite sony's purchase so let's pay attention here these these major sony these major sony purchases they're multi-platform we thought Sony was just. We thought Sony was just gonna put their stuff out on PC. You know, maybe get a mobile game sprinkled here or there. They're proliferating throughout the ecosystem. <laughs> They're gonna be dipping into Microsoft's Microsoft's user base. They're gonna be dipping into Sony's user. I'm, I'm not. I'm sorry, Nintendo's user base. Sony is not fucking around. <laughs> Trying to make a name. Yeah. Well, see, I mean that that that's the difference between you know Microsoft's purchases and Sony's purchases is that. Sony can't compete against, you know, the the giant Microsoft with you know their deep pockets. So yeah, they're going after what's going to give them sustained financial mm -hmm. revenue, month after month after month after month. Whereas we're still waiting to see what Microsoft what? is going to benefit <laughs> yeah. from all their investments. All right. Mm -hmm. So speaking of Microsoft, guys, uh, are we excited about the possibility that this whole thing is coming to a close? The Xbox Activision Blizzard uh, acquisition merger, whatever I'm, you want to call it. I'm excited to eventually see the outcome. If it doesn't happen, I'm excited to just see like all the integration of games. If it's, like I just said, the Game Pass will explode. Games are just going to be a lot more interesting moving forward because then you have different IPs crossing different IPs. It'll it'll be interesting. It'll be in a good way though. Yeah, I want to see Phil Spencer go into Activision Blizzard and clean fucking house. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I feel like, I, I feel like it's already happening. I want to see him. I want to see him once that acquisition is done. Basically, him put his hand on the table and be like, "All right, you fucking gone. You I, gone. I you feel like the, the rats are already. I feel like the rats are already fleeing that ship. I I really do. I really do. Um, and yeah, Andre brings up a, a wonderful point. Like like real soon, these Activision Blizzard games. Once this thing comes to fruition, like. They're, the the Game Pass library is going to explode, and the one oh, thing we know God. for sure, like like Game Pass has a better infrastructure than than cur the current iteration of PlayStation Plus. So that means like these games get there quicker. They will have less flaws and issues. They will have less flaws and issues that you know the gamers have to deal with and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, 
Call of Duty and Game Pass every year, babe. Woo. I don't think that's yeah. happening. I don't think that's happening. No? No? I don't think so. What do you mean you don't think so? It, it might. It, I, well, the reason why I say I don't think so is because, like, you've already... Because, like, Warzone's already a free-to-play game. Well, that... I mean, that's the only thing. The campaign is going to be on Game Pass for free. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, multiplayer... Yeah. Okay. I, I think they're going to basically stick with that free... That free multiplayer Warzone thing, like, I think, for for all time. They obviously see it's working. Yeah. Is it, though? <laughs> all right. I mean, a lot of people are playing Warzone. They ain't playing... Uh, they're not playing World War Two. No, what was the more recent one? They're not playing Vanguard uh, online. Yeah, yeah. More people, I think, are logged on playing Cold Cold War online than they are that playing is, Vanguard. That is true. That is that's, true. That's, yeah. that's sad. And yeah. I think even I think it's more people still are on Warzone. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, they're gonna follow where their money leads. So, yeah. where they're gonna uh, go where the money leads. Uh, real quick, uh, Bungie's new IP. What do you think it might be? Do you think it'd be another shooter, or do you think they're gonna try something different? I ain't so, gonna make another IP. The Destiny podcast I listen to, they on there think. Wait, we're not, be... we're not, we're not talking tower casuals, are we? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, man, yeah. Okay, so Corey and John. Nerds. Corey and Josh think it's gonna be an Overwatch type Destiny game. You know what? You what? Know what? Wait, wait a minute. They're gonna make the same exact game. Well, it's basically like if you just took Overwatch, the exact game, and just threw everyone from Destiny in it and gave them powers. So wait, 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 wait a second. That is technically the same game, though. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I'd be pissed if my boss came to me. It's like, <laughs> this is while we're waiting for store to unfreeze. Uh, Andre, this is literally like your your YouTube short you made two weekends ago. <laughs> yeah. The one, one? Where I was like, the one was like, I like blue, so this stays. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Story, what were you saying? You froze a moment ago. <laughs> yeah, I keep freezing like every like 10 seconds. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it would just be weird that, you know, it's like, hey, make another game that's just like our game, but make it just only like 1% different. <laughs> they, 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 they should go on a fully, completely new route. Like, honestly, like maybe like a, I don't know. Stoy, Stoy maybe makes, get a small team together. Stoy makes the point. This is why. This is why he's the lead. The yeah, EXP I mean, cast. like, I mean, like, it's. I don't know how I feel, but my personal thoughts is, and I this is a hot take for anyone that is watching and plays Destiny Two. I personally wouldn't care if they took out PvP from Destiny and made it its own game and just concentrated on PVE. In Destiny 2. I personally am not a sweat. I don't log on to Destiny to just teabag people and get, and just 360 people all the time. I don't do that. I go on there for a good time and story. So I'll <laughs> exactly. I'm and here I, for a good time. I'm just here for a good time. So majority of the reason I've been playing Destiny a lot is because once you do what you got to do, it's the same. It's the same shit over and over again. You can either go play P PvP. Or play PvP. Which one do you want to play? And a lot of Destiny uh, people have said that like P uh, Destiny is turning into a PvP game. And I'm like, I'm tired of PvP games. I want a great game with a great story. And I feel like Destiny could do that. I can see them do that. I can see them do that. Make it just like a single player campaign style. Like I mean, yeah. honestly, yeah. it would be nice to kind of expand on the universe. And yeah, so I know it's something I... I've talked about with multiple different game genres where it's like you crafted such a big 
vast universe of lore and mm-hmm. story. Like, let's start seeing some more out of that. Something completely different. Maybe like a kind of like a side-scrolling shooter or like even like an RPG of some kind. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, and with this new Sony, um, didn't the original thing, plan? Didn't the original plan for Destiny wasn't wasn't the original Destiny supposed to be like an RPG game, but it was going to be like heavily motivated by by the shooter aspect of yeah, gaming? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So and the then, and one, then it basically became a looter shooter, like it, kind of, yeah, kind of, yeah. Now, like, who's doing who's doing the looter shooter better? Is it Borderlands or is it Destiny? I, I know, I, I know, I'm putting you on the spot there, Andre. I know how many I people are playing Destiny more than Borderlands right now? Okay. Good point. <laughs> Here, if if I never played either of those games and you put them in front of me and let me play each of them for like half an hour and then ask me, I'd probably say Borderlands. Mm-hmm. Borderlands but has the better single player campaign, especially if you don't want to get into that PvP. That's true. And that, yes. that Definitely. I want, so I'd go that yeah. way. Okay. But I would back, go that way too. Yeah, because it's just those games have always had great stories and just mm-hmm. and just oh, and just wacky um, graphics and all that. But with the new Sony thing, a lot of people think are a lot of people think and are hoping moving forward that Sony will will help the lore, like you said, story come to come to life. Like give us like like um like how Star Wars uh, did their whole like anime series where it's like fifteen short or no sorry ten was it nine fifteen minute short. Uh, clips or like episodes where it's like there's so much lore with destiny i could sit here and talk yeah that's a whole that's a whole ass movie dude there is so much lore in destiny that it's crazy and a Mm -hmm. lot of it most people don't know and it's just like you guys you guys have so much potential with this new sony thing to create movies graphic novels books yeah you have so much potential, and I personally don't care again for PvP. So if they were to take it out of the game and give it its own separate game, cool, do you? I don't care. I enjoy it sometimes, but most of the time I'm just here for a good story, and that's what really encap yeah encaps me in a game is a good story. And when and unfortunately this season it's just been like log on on Tuesday, which is the reset day, do all my shit, and then just hop off because it's like either do pvp or pvp with a side of pvp and i'm like i don't i'm i'll go touch grass <laughs> i'm gonna go outside all right Stargaze. i would rather play against crimson heads than pvp damn oh wow that's something damn yeah all right yeah. final final question for this segment here uh what are your thoughts on Sony's expansion into esports? What 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 are, what are your what are your thoughts and what are your thoughts and ideas about it? Do you think uh, do you think well like I said like I said like earlier like Sony's not fucking around? <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. What's their footprint? What's their footprint so far in esports? This will help me answer my question. Okay, now here's the crazy part about this. They, like, they own Evo. Yeah, they own Evo. They own okay. Evo, but here's Biggest, but, uh... But here's the thing about one it now. Of the biggest esports tournaments in the world. Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, most uh, most most gaming seasons end when Evo happens. So Evo is the final like venue for like for like all mm-hmm. the grand championships, all the all the world tours, oh, and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. I yeah. Mean... Evo Evo's pretty big. Yeah. Um. Shit. I was going to say something and then I lost it because because. Uh, 
because basically the story of saying about the whole Evo thing basically yeah. kind of like kind of like tied it all up for me. Lost Rush Meetup Evo 2022 happening in two weeks from now. Yo, Las Vegas. Yo, Evo is Evo is always go. in Vegas. Evo is always in Vegas. Always in Vegas. Let's go. I'll see you there Friday, August fifth. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. If the Pussycat Dolls aren't aren't still doing residency. I'm not. I'm not having it. <laughs> Let me search. <laughs> Uh, ultimately, um, ultimately with esports and stuff like that, here's the one thing I noticed. Okay, so in March of last no! year, they're not. I, I think Janet Jackson still has a residency, which is all good for me. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Does um, Nicole Scherzinger? Because if oh, oh god, they pull. Uh, we lost him. Yeah, he'll be like, back. Was that me? <laughs> <laughs> he'll be back. Um, okay, so March March of last year, uh, Sony announced that they were that they were purchasing Evo. Um, mm. Well, they were they were co they were co purchasing Evo. Um, since then, I, the one thing I've noticed is no matter I don't even follow like fighting games and, and you know like esports that big you know that heavily or whatnot. But it seems like every time I I refresh my YouTube page, there is always something Sony sponsored. About about a, a, a tournament, you know, and stuff like that. So, so I mean, Sony is Sony is making it work. Yes, it's, it 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 sounds like Sony just basically like was the ugly kid in school, and then after high school, they just became super popular and hot, and they're just like, "What's up?" They got that. They got that money all of a sudden, and now all of a sudden, yeah. they're they're the most attractive person in the room. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they show up to like the ten year graduation, and they're like, "What's up? I got like a house and and fucking a Ferrari outside." All right, well, that's all. The, that's that's all of our news and events, news and, and news and topics for tonight. To get the scoop on all tonight's topics, links have been provided in our stream chat, and you can also go check out everything that we talked about tonight over at bossrush.net for all these articles and and find some even more stuff. And as always, if you want to cont uh, continue the conversation going, hit us up on our Twitter page at ps underscore crossroads. We do answer our DMs, you know, so it's true. It's, it, it's slidable. <laughs> all right, true. It, if someone. If someone's slideable, is that how you say it? Slide. I don't know. Like oh, I, I don't. I don't know. What the, I don't know. What the. I don't know what the slang. Bro, you're is. trying to. You're trying to connect with the youth. I don't know. What the, I don't know what the slang is. I mean, hey, we're influencers. Doesn't that count for something? <laughs> no, the only the, the only the only appropriate way to slide into someone's DMs is, is there. There's two ways I've seen that I accept. If one, if you start the conversation with a basketball emoji and say the ball is in your court okay number two <laughs> number number two is if you send me a dog emote and then go Stephanie's oh sorry face. and then go oh sorry my dog got off the leash now that i'm here hey i oh, fuck we're having a conversation for sure yeah we're having a I, think, I, think, I, think, I think if anybody here has probably had more experience with creeps on their dms i imagine it would be stephanie Believe it or not, I get zero DMs. I don't know what, your, what kind your, of... Your DMs are saying, dry? Your out, DMs are... <laughs> I put out ugly vibes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Don't say that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, my DMs are pretty dry, too, because every time, every time like, uh, Crossroads asks for a question, I always retweet and I say, my DMs are open, and I don't ever get shit. I'm really surprised, actually, Stephanie, with all the stuff that you post on your Instagram. <laughs> I'm really surprised. Yeah, right? Actually. Yeah. yeah I, I, oh, I, I, what does that mean? Oh, you got to follow her on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. 
dot, dot, not dot. A bad, it's not in a bad way. Well, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Real quick, though, you know what I do, I do get, though? And mm -hmm. I've, I've only been getting them recently. Not DMs, but and only on Twitter are all these. They have to be fake accounts, like 19 through 21-year-old females with, like, no posts and, like, three. Oh, I get those. Uh, I get those. No, but I, I never got them. And all of a sudden, now I get one a day. And I'm like, why are you targeting me? Oh, yeah, I get I'm just targeting everybody. I just tell them to get bent or just, like, Suck on these nuts or something. All the time. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. I'm, I'm serious. Don't, I'm like, don't need to let them live rent free in your head. Yeah. Forgive for them and move on, Andre. <laughs> you have three more people to forgive. All right. <laughs> All right. Hang on. I'll, I'll pull up three right now. Hang on. Yeah. I forgive you. Now leave. <laughs> yeah, basically, like Unfriend. like like people like my uh, my fiance will post a picture on instagram and it's like of like the family and, and like someone will comment like promote on fucking fitgirls.com and then i'll reply with get bent i'm like shut up like but but hold like on, the, hold on the moment the moment you reply to them they they their bots just jump all over you <laughs> they got you bro no because sometimes it's actual people you've been juiced <laughs> but like story said i should probably just be like yeah Look, i forgive yeah. you let it go. Uh, Let it go. All right, everyone. All right, so we've got a we've we've actually got a couple of questions tonight. I mean, like I, I I don't know. Like I guess when you I guess when you tweet out the questions early, you know, like like people respond. I, I guess. Oh, by the way, by the way, uh, you saw the crossroads. You saw the crossroads. The question block, right? I noticed. I noticed another uh, a partner of ours in Boss Rush, like like infiltrated and says that looks quite familiar. <laughs> which, uh, which, which, to where Crossroads politely said, "Mind your business." <laughs> mind your business. Mind your business. Oh boy! All right, so we got a couple of questions here tonight. First one comes up from our buddy Eddie Varnell, the uh, the host of Nintendo Power Block from Boss Rush Media. Uh, his question tonight is: If you take a look at your library of games, what country do you uh, what country do you own the most? Meaning, where do your where are your games coming? Where are your flavor games coming from? Is it is it Japan? Is it is it European or is it Canadian or is it American? Uh, which country do you think makes the best games? Now I now I'll be Man, honest with you. This is like thirty questions. Now I'll be honest with you. I read this question wrong when I first when I first saw it because I thought what the question really it's was is like Europe, Canada, and the same. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> when I when I first read How this you question, feel about I, that one, Andre. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go get my maple syrup, and I'll tell you. Yeah. Let me get a spot of tea. So when I first read this question, I thought he was. I thought I thought his question was, "Which territory do you think do we do I think well do we think makes the best games?" And I was gonna say, like in all honesty, I feel like I feel like Europe is where it's at right now. You know, as far as mm -hmm. where they make the best games. But to answer to answer his question about like looking at my library and which company which country do I think makes the best games right now? Looking at my library, it's it's North American. Yeah, I I I I'd probably just go with that. Yeah. Like like all the Naughty Dog titles I have, you know, um, like I, I you know, like I have I have a I have Ghost a giant. Tsushima. Yeah, I have a yeah exactly. Like most most of, most of the Sony franchises alone, they're all North American. Like you know, like for the last for the last whole console generation, you know, like shoot, like and just think of it again, like Dead Space, like U.S. Pro U.S. property. Um, what else? Mass Effect. Wait. Was Mass Effect Canadian? Done in... No, no, no. The, the people are Canadian. Is it is is Bioware a Canadian studio? 
Well, they have two studios. They have one in Austin and they have one in uh, Vancouver. So where was the so where was the bulk of uh of Mass Effect done at? I really in think Vancouver. I think it was Vancouver. Yeah, North America doesn't matter. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, you know, in Eddie's tweet, it said Europe slash Canada. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I might not be able to bet most appropriately answer that question because even though I have, say, for example, like my favorite publishers and developers, mm -hmm. I'm not always mindful or know where they are. Where they are, <laughs> so yeah. So I don't want to assume. Same. I, I would say they, they must be equally distributed because I am in part a huge Nintendo fan with Nintendo IP, so that's Japan. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I do like games now like Ghost of Tsushima, and I love... Annapurna and Devolver Digital, and I don't know where they, I think Devolver Devolver is in Texas. Devolver's in Texas. Oh, they are. They, I was going to say Europe. If I'm not mistaken, I I think you have I think you have the the, the mixed up because I think Annapurna is a is European, whereas right. Devolver Digital is in Austin, Texas. Okay, so if that's the case, mine's pretty even evenly quote unquote distributed because those are kind of like my three big publishers personally. Oh, oh Annapurna is in Hollywood. Oh, so I guess maybe U.S. See, but but yeah, I wouldn't have known. Yeah, totally would not have known. <laughs> yeah. Now, now here's the thing about it though, because Annapurna is actually a publisher, which means that they're headquartered out of California. But given that they have, a, how many studios in Annapurna is like sixteen? Like, there's a bunch Decent of them. Up, yeah. There's a bunch of them. I think, and I know some of the, I know some of the, some of the, some of the, the really highly. Uh, the really highly talked about games, you know, came out of, come out of their European properties, particularly like the uh, the areas that are in conflict right now, like Ukraine. Uh, Poland's all right right now, you know, stuff like that. But you know, um, ah, the Polish. Stray. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out who was responsible for Stray. Uh, let me see. B12 Studio. B12 Studio. Formerly known as HK Project. Wouldn't that be Hong Kong? Might be. There is definitely some Asian influence in the game. Obviously, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean it has to be an ancient Asian developer necessarily, but yeah. you would think that part of the design uh, influence. B, uh, B12 Studio is in Mont Montpelier, France. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima was made by white people. Uh, what's the other one that and they became And they became honorary ambassadors for, uh, for, for, uh, for the island. For the island. Sifu. Sifu was made by white people. Yep. So I don't French, never mind. Yep. Yep. Never mind. <laughs> Those white people can make games they shit. Wow. Wow. Yeah, uh, um, Story, I didn't hear your answer. Did you have an answer? Sorry. No, I didn't have an answer because you didn't ask me. I didn't have a chance <gasps> to I asked everybody. I, 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 but... I actually can't decide because looking at my wall, I'm like, I'm all over the place. Like, yeah, I, I feel like I'm all over the place too. Like I, I have a majority there that you know basically feel like it's North American and stuff like that. But if I actually like yeah. look through, because like if 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 I dig out the boxes of old PS One and PS Two games, oh, you, there's I a thought lot. you asked me what I thought. I'm sorry. I, I'll stop talking now. I'm <laughs> I thought sorry. you asked me what I was thinking. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're you're, spe you're special. You're special, bro. Should like, I forgive? Should I forgive him, Andre? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just gonna say, Laron, Laron, I forgive you. <laughs> um, four more people four more people to go okay cool um so I, I you know i i would say it's probably a mix between north america like american and uh japan like for me it's the, those are the big two 
I think Europe maybe kind of hit the game a little bit late, uh, pun intended, with uh, kind of developing big studios. But um, I think Japan and North America are really kind of where it's at. Yeah, I feel for like, me in my collection. I feel like Europe didn't get on the map until like The Witcher came out. Well, I, I think maybe a lot of those like Eastern European countries never did. Um, yeah. You know, 4A Games, the the developer that made uh, mm -hmm. that made the Metro series, their Ukrainian studio. Obviously, yeah. the the developers making Stalker, Ukrainian studio. Um, you know, so they're coming up, but you know, we still haven't seen them pump out banger after banger after banger. Right. You know, the French clearly they know what they're doing. You know, mm -hmm. the French made seafood. The French made uh, uh, that cat game that Stephanie keeps talking about. <laughs> You know, you got the British people. Isn't Rockstar Games? Isn't aren't they from? Uh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're yeah, they they're they're, yeah, they're main, from the UK. Yeah, they're UK. Yep. Yeah. So hey, you know, they got uh, some. Andre, did you have an answer here? Uh North America and Japan. I mean, um, with this, I've always been a Nintendo fan, and of course Japan, and then just uh, I don't exactly know like you guys kind of where games come from i just play them so but to i don't know that much i a lot, a lot of my answers come from wikipedia <laughs> okay well right now i mean like wherever naughty dog is uh i fuck with their that, that's so california good. that's california okay. okay yeah and then um yeah ghost um yeah, I just... almost almost all the PlayStation stuff is coming from some part of California. It's either in California or Washington State. Like most, okay, then yeah. Well, so most of most extremely most extremely popular stuff that's been out, that's been coming on PlayStation for the last ten years. Okay, well then North America and Japan. So yeah. keep doing it, guys. Yep. All right, and um, we're going to. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a fast question here, but our buddy Austin, uh, our, our buddy Austin Campbell, you know, you got you, you know a guy placed Austin on on Twitter. Uh, he asks after Stray, what cute animal deserves its own game? I'm telling you, Red Panda. I'm telling you. I think it's that Disney movie that ruined Red Pandas for me. Turning red, red. Turning Red. Yeah, Turning Red. It's a great film. Never even seen that. See, Stephanie. Stephanie knows the, what the movie's an allegory for. <laughs> My life. <laughs> Whoa! I don't. I don't get that reference. Whoa! Are you the main character? It's Whoa. about. It's about. It's about young girls reaching maturity. I don't. It's anyway. about. If we, if, <laughs> if we think about the state of affairs going in the United States, remember a ten-year-old just had to go get an abortion, had to cross the state line for that. So, so yeah. A ten-year-old. Now, now put it in perspective with with turning red. <laughs> mm. I still don't like that movie. Anyway, <laughs> um, the obvious answer is dogs. Like, why isn't there a dog one? I thought people love dogs more than cats. Um, I know, I know. Fucking goose has got a game before a dog did. <laughs> And ghosts. What are you talking and, about? Uh, There's plenty of like. I'm, I don't. I don't count Doug from Up because technically, bro, bro, technically, paparazzi. Listen. No, no, listen. no, no, no. But like a, but a, a game like Stray, paparazzi. You take pictures of dogs. I want an adventure what game. What more do you need? Hey, yeah, we don't adventure want Nintendo dogs. You, you want? Dog. You want to see puppies skateboarding? No, I want to <laughs> be the dog. You could take pictures I, I of a be dog skateboarding. skateboarding. Okay. I want to be the skateboarder. <laughs> you want to see? Want to see puppies skateboarding? <laughs> oh, you want to see dogs playing arcade games? Come on. You know what I, want you to know, I don't need a dog walking through a post-apocalyptic wasteland with, like, robots and shit. I want to be 
Just give me a dog piloting a boat. I want to be a lion, and I'm going to hunt things and just rip people's heads off. How come, how come Disney didn't give us a damn Rescue Rangers game to, to compliment the movie? <laughs> I mean, you could play the original ones. That's true. The Nintendo ones. That's true. Two is so expensive. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have one more animal. Yeah. And it's a... Don't say a whale. It, Don't say a whale. A raccoon. Bingo. You can raid trash barrels, be a trash panda. What if it's the raccoon from Incredibles 2? <laughs> or it's just its own... <laughs> Its own independent uh, raccoon that has no ties to anything. You know, it's its own raccoon. All right, guys, we're <laughs> we're done here. If you want to, if you want to have your, if you want your question read on the show, uh, tweet us at ps underscore crossroads or email us at cross uh, crossroads at gmail Actually, you know what? We're gonna change that email address. Make it a little bit easier. Something a little a little more betterly better to digest. Emails. Emails. Actually, shit. Uh, Pal Block and Boss Rush get, get questions through email all the time. Sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They actually like those guys. I don't understand. What's not likable about us? I'm not going to cry about it. Maybe maybe we need an easier email, I guess. That that could be it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I right. stopped giving out our maybe email. We need, maybe we need to forgive everyone for not emailing us. Yeah. That's uh, that's more than five people, Andre. Remor- there, there's the quota. Now I'm gonna start eight people. Remember, start- remember the part where I said I'm a Gemini. I can be kind of petty about this shit. Maybe your new, our new email address for Crossroads should be sleevelesstheron at gmail.com. and people will love that, to ask questions. That won't get video game questions. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get some different kind of questions there. <laughs> that might- that might get like, <laughs> hey, what's, uh, no, yeah. Like, 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 wow, you're just trying to launch the OnlyFans, aren't you? <laughs> no, he was probably thinking of something like, can you sleeve these nuts? Ooh. <laughs> All right, we're going we're gonna to talk. Wanted to say, that's what he wanted to say, but I think he wanted to be I a little bit. I tried so hard not to like integrate that into like anything I say. It's so difficult. Your normal vernacular. I say it at work all the time. I get this one. I get this one guy every day at work. I'm like, hey, like, hang on. Hang on. Just... So, Stephanie, when a bunch of dudes, like, getting together, like, smashing things and, like, moving big things and hitting things really hard, this is the type of humor that permeates. Okay, so July 6th, this is going way off topic. And they but... save these topics. But July 6th, and this is author text. Remember that time I said D's nuts? Hey, Hey man, do you like Wendy's? He goes, yeah, why? I'm like, then you're definitely gonna love when, when these nuts drag across your face. Yeah. He, he goes, oh fuck, I got excited. The same, <laughs> the same day at 7:55 p.m. Hey, have you heard that new song by Imagine Dragons? I can't recall if you told me you like them or not. He goes, no, why? I'm like, it's called Imagine Dragons. These nuts across your face. The next day. No, sorry. Yeah, the next day. Hey, are you a basketball fan? He goes, Yeah, why? I'm like, then you're definitely gonna love when I basket these balls into your mouth. <laughs> the eleventh. Hey, whatever you do, don't so get cool. any Dunkin' Donuts. He goes, Why? I'm like, because if you do, I'm gonna have to dunk these nuts in your mouth. I'm like, Why not? At what point do you stop replying to me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> at what point? 
That's I was for sure. I'm like, I'm like, this Dunkin' Donut thing is way. I'm like, this is not gonna work. And when he said, that's a that, that was I'm that like, was a hell of a reach. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, this is like Michael Jordan Space Jam half court. Nah, the, the prob- like, this is not gonna work. And when he's like, why? I'm like, no way. The the work. problem the problem is your buddy's a fat ass. So every time you ask him something that's food related, he go he I falls know, for I it. Know, I know. And I'm just like, I <laughs> I felt so bad. I just I saw that asking him food questions. I'm like, I can't keep doing this. I'm just gonna ruin this kid's life if I keep asking. Him. All right, everyone. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our uh, into our big our, our big topic tonight, which uh, which is definitely inspired by a Bossers bander that our very own Stephanie uh, wrote. What? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, who is your favorite video game protagonist? All right, so I've got a setup for this, and no, Stephanie I did not steal your words, and that's well, I didn't steal all your words, uh, basically. Uh, Leon right. Kennedy. I would simply. It, it's not even. It's, it, it's he not, can step on me. Wait, wait, wait! Stop! Stop! <laughs> stop! <laughs> let me let me do this, and then y'all can have the floor. No, I. Oh, good, good, good. The internet stopped him. Good. <laughs> All right. Just so the people that are just, just like listening good, to good. this, stoy froze. <laughs> now he's unfrozen. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Answering who is your favorite video game, your favorite gaming protagonist is a lot like answering who your favorite singer slash band is or what your favorite movie is. Uh, You'll likely have more than one answer and those answers can change over time. Over the years, graphics and gameplay improved drastically in the gaming industry and what has also improved isn't that... was also improved that isn't recognized as much is character development. Protagonists are drawn with a deep with deeper backstories and more relatable flaws, and antagonists are just more they're just more evil, you know, mustache twirling type evil and stuff like that. Alright, the best heroes in video games are truly unforgettable. We're talking about the most iconic characters who've helped shape the most legendary stories, heroes who made such an impact that they've that they've taken on a life of their own, or they've even changed our lives in the process just from us playing them. Um, <clears throat> maybe they taught us something about the world we lived in, helped us through a pretty tough spot, or just did something to one of the best villains in video games that was so badass we just couldn't forget, you know, like... <laughs> Like anytime Darth Vader does any by anything to anybody in a video game, <laughs> like anything, that. <laughs> anything, anything, anything he does, I'm just like you're the best thing in the world that ever happened to me. Yeah. All right. So whether it's legendary mascots like Mario or Master Chief, retro icons like Samus Aran and Guy Br- uh, Guy Brush Threepwood. Yeah, I can't believe I wrote that down and then didn't take the time to to like enunciate that or modern legends like joel and ellie from the last of us gamers will always have one great gaming character that takes the mantle of top hero we're talking about heroes tonight not villains i will i will give you a slant though if your villain becomes a hero by the end of the game i will do that so like what if what if the wait no you said the hero becomes the bad guy by the end no no the villain becomes the hero by the end what if it's the reverse uh you know what? Let's see what happens. I okay. feel like I feel like you have an answer. So let's see what happens. All right, Stephanie, this was your article. This came. Th- oh, this is from this is from today's edition of the Bosphorus Banner, the July nineteenth edition. So head over to Bosphorus.net and give that a read right now. Uh, but Stephanie, yeah, it's, Timmy, it's your article. <laughs> That's right, Timmy. Yeah, Did, you better uh, read my shit. It's good yeah. stuff, and I work hard writing these articles during my day job when I should be really working. I swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear. It's like you and I are, co- are competing this month. 
<laughs> no lie. <laughs> I think you, you, there's been a lot of news you've been putting up. I, I'm not sure if I can make it, but I'll try my damnness. <laughs> All right. So, Stephanie, who is your favorite video game hero or protagonist? I want to hear it. So, um, you say I, Mario, I'll leave. Well, that's the thing. Like, you know, when I talk about protagonist back then versus protagonist now. So for the longest time, it's always been, oh, Link, because I love Zelda, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? You don't shit on mine. No, no, I'm not shitting on yours. Okay, good. I was like, I was like, I'll just let me. No, no, but I'm just saying, I thought about what's another one, because that's just so, so typical of me to say that, and uh, because I completed Ghost of Tsushima, I realized I love Jin Sakai. Like, Ooh. I love him as a protagonist. I mean, yeah, he's a badass warrior, but the best part is that you see how he's actually very vulnerable. When he was a kid, Laurent, I don't know if you want to, like, take off your head headphones for a second. Not that it's a spoiler to the plot, but like he sees his father die, and and his father's like, "Help me!" I have a quick. Uh, what ending did you pick? No. Laurent, take it off again. Sorry. No. Have no. You, apparently, there's still a ton of people that haven't played this game. Um, I picked the honorable death. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, because I, I just didn't. feel like that is what that person wanted and i feel like when it played out i'm like good they kind of repaired that a little bit mm -hmm. anyway um i like jin sakai because he has his vulnerabilities he's not a perfect warrior that everyone sees up front he actually has his own past that he needs to get through and maybe there's a little projection there i come from an asian culture where honor really is kind of like the most important thing and if you don't like adhere to that strict honor code to the T, regardless of the circumstances, you're, you're just a failure. And like the whole point of it calling Ghost of Tsushima is that you've got an honorable samurai warrior and he needs to adapt other tactics to save his people. But he gets into inner conflict and conflict of others because he's not doing things, quote unquote, the honorable way. So that's why I love him as a character, because he's got so many different things he's tackling, in addition just to being a fucking badass. Uh, okay, this is a little off topic, but at the same time on topic. Did I ever tell you, Stephanie, that I listened to uh, Simu Lee's book? <gasps> no. Okay, so I listened to his audiobook. It was beautiful. But you were just explaining that, like, honor is a big thing as, like, for Asian people. When I listened to his book, he talked about some of the shit that, like, he had to go through with, with his parents and how, like, if he didn't meet their expectations, they would, like, disown him. Some of it, I was in shock. I was like, this can't really happen with, like, some families. It was... Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. like, when you... Oh, yeah. like, Asian families, like, yeah, uh, like, they're, like, it, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of old traditional stuff that's, like, yeah, steeped so into, like, like, the, the. Yeah, like, I was, like, there were some points where I'm, like, I almost feel uncomfortable just what he went through, like, not meeting their expectations, even, like, the. The slightest thing. And yeah, because they, like, they didn't. They didn't. want to be the actor. I, I remember reading somewhere about that. They didn't oh, want to yeah. be an actor. Yeah, like when he was a kid, if he didn't do like good in school, they wouldn't like feed him or leave him outside, or they like hit him in like arguments. And I was just like, this can't 
this can't be true. I'm man, like, this I, actually can't be true. We're gonna we're gonna talk about this tomorrow night on After Dark, man. I, 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 yeah. I, 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 I don't want one tenth of my parents' parental style to be my style. He, he probably went through more shit because he actually went and pursued his acting career. But if you I, haven't listened to the book, you especially should read the book. All right, I'll hit you later for the title, but I, I will, you know, someday I'll be able to tell everyone kind of my experience and a lot of people who have heard it so far like no that's not real i'm like yes it is it happens i know i i i know i know people who grew up who who grew up in asian families i i i believe anything you're gonna say stephanie yeah so that's my my new not that link's been replaced he will forever be like my true hero but like i gotta make room for like new heroes and i just mm-hmm. love the dynamic of of jen uh jen sakai and asian representation anyway <laughs> all right andre you go next um so so my first one is same link he will always kind of have a spot in my heart um, my second one as a wait, 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 um, stop, stop. What is it about this? What is it about this little twink that just comes that just comes through people's neighborhoods, like waving a fucking sword around with with his shield that's bigger than he is, and is always like throwing your pots and you know slashing chickens and stuff? What is it about? Slashing chicken. Uh first real hero growing up and playing games. He was like the first one to like defeat the evil bad guy and save the princess it's crazy because i do love a lot of legends legends of zelda games i'm not going to talk about the ones i don't like but i do like a lot of legends of zelda games and it's funny because like i feel like link is such a blank slate that that i never quite that you know like i never quite like imprint on him like it's just i feel i almost feel like he's an extension of me running this adventure well that's that's i read the book the psychology of zelda Uh and that's how link it was meant to be oh really point of the silent protagonist and all that they created link to be the manifestation of the player in the game oh okay okay it makes a lot more it makes a lot more sense now because i remember being a kid and like and like being super into like like uh like the, the original legend of zelda game like it felt like i was the one in the adventure you know Mm-hmm. It makes sense. So, now. yeah, and okay, my, I guess I guess Miyamoto is a genius. My my actual answer is Ellie from from The Last of Us Two, not the first one. I'd say okay. the first one. Uh, mm, mm, no, both games, both games. Because in the first one, you see her and you like watch her kind of become a person because she's been so i mean she is but she's been so isolated and then when she's with joel and like the world you see her kind of like interact with like wildlife and other people and then in two it's uh completely like both you stoy and stephanie you guys have played the second one yep okay so you know what i'm talking about in the fact that you watch her um kind of okay uh deteriorates yeah yeah, thank you. I, I, I didn't know how to say it without saying it. Yep. You basically watch her become the villain, so to speak. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Mm. In the in the in the in the short and sweet way. Yeah. You and this is why I asked you, Laron, is it okay if I have a hero become a villain? I got you. It, I got you. Yeah. Basically, by the end of the end of the game, you're not rooting for her, and you almost don't like her. At least yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I was just like at one point. Um, you guys will know when you are, when it's the last part of the game and you have to go, um, uh, go basically save 
Abby, yeah. and, then, yeah. and then you cut her off the pole, and yes. Ellie's basically like, fight me. And Abby's like, I'm not going to fight you. And she's yeah. like, fight me or I'll kill this child. I actually put my controller down and said, I'm not doing this. I am not. I am not doing this. Because I was so just disgusted yeah. at how she became this evil person. And then after that fight, when she goes back home and she's lost everything she's lost, she kind of like, oh, shit, like, I'm not me. And now I see that. And it was just so beautiful to watch her slowly, as you said, deteriorate into this ugly form of herself. And it was just like, I was just like, holy shit, this is so cool. So for me, I think, I think it was, um, it was her. And the reason being because in the first one, she's innocent. And then in the second one, you really see the real, the real version of her. And you see how revenge can really transform someone yeah. into like an ugly it, ugly person is it real or is it just more realistic like this these are the things that kind of like happens to us as humans and i think and i think that's one of the reasons why people like there's a lot of people that hate the last of us too for the way the narrative played itself out and everything but you mm -hmm. but you've got to think about this in a certain way and, and this is the things i try to tell people about when they have like this vitriol for certain games because of something happens to a character they love and what like that you gotta sit there and you gotta think for a second. Like, if you, for example, using Ellie as an example, if you mm -hmm. went through all the shit this girl did, like, this mm -hmm. girl went through, and I, I, I forget how old they say she was. Was she like twelve or thirteen in the first game? She yeah, was. She was. She was yeah. young. She was. She was young, and she survived extraordinary shit. You know, she didn't just survive like just that 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 post apocalypse shit. She survived being. She survived potentially being infected because she got bit. At one fourteen. Point. She, she was, was fourteen. Fourteen okay. in the first one. Okay. She survived. She survived that stuff. And you think about the events that happened to her in The Last of Us. Like you know, like she. She basically. We don't even know who her parents were. We don't. No. You know. And then and then in the second one, sorry, she was nineteen. Yeah, we don't even know who her parents were. So like she basically got a surrogate father in Joel. Uh, Joel gets critically wounded at one part, and she winds up becoming the adult in that situation for a little while. And while trying to be an adult and surviving, and trying to make sure that her uh, that her actual adult survives and stuff like that, she almost gets fucking raped and eaten. Yeah, I said by said rapist. It's just it's it's crazy. It's crazy the fact that she has to just man the fuck up in yeah. that in that moment, or else everyone's dead yeah and then and then and then look at the events of the end of the last of us like you know because i i remember that vividly because my boyfriend just beat the last of us this weekend oh. yeah yeah so I, I was there on the couch with him when he was doing it and i completely forgotten about the part where like you were like joel and ellie have a mishap and she gets swept in her water and almost drowns and then she was never going to wake up they put her ass on the fucking slabber and get ready to carve her the fuck open just to get mm -hmm. the cure, you know? Yeah. She never woke up from that. They kept her sedated, you know? Even though, like, well, did I, did, at least they resuscitated her from drowning, you know, and stuff like that. So you got to think, and that, was all, that all happened, you know, from age 14 to 15. And then all the traumatizing shit that happens to her in the second game, everybody, you, you would become the villain at a certain point. You know, like... My point, and I, and I don't, I don't get how... People go, oh, the last of us two suck. I'm like, I'm like, where, where, at what point do you think? Because if you're, if you are playing the game for the combat and and, and story, good for you. But the, but the, the, um, the bigger picture of the last of us two is the message, the message behind everything. 
These are the same Everything. people. These are the same people that had a problem with the, the the final season of Game of Thrones when Daenerys had that heel turn. These are the same people, and you know, like it. It's sad to say, you know, like when people don't understand how narrative structure and how 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 writing goes, like people people tend to think it's bad writing, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if you have a problem with with The Last of Us Two, I encourage you to play the game again and just put on horse blinders of all the bullshit and pay attention to the message and just watch how Ellie goes through things and remember part one like you said all the bullshit that she's gone through and she has a life now the one person that mattered the most to her just died and just think think of someone that you care about like Ellie did for Joel and now imagine that person got brutally murdered how would you feel you know what you, you know what's wild about this because because people are quick to say the last of us part two is is bad because of the way Ellie turned but they don't blink thinking about Big Boss from Metal Gear Solid. They don't blink about that. Like that guy starts off that guy starts off as a fucking war hero and becomes and becomes the person who's trying to destroy the world, you know, by the time we get to the events of Metal Gear. Right? So yeah, so they, so they that is my that. that's my answer. Good answer. well not not good answer. I, I I like I like that one. I like that one. All right, Stoyer. Not not good answer, but I like that one. Well, I was, I was gonna say good answer, but you know, like there'll be there'll be a certain person that that sits out there and listening and is like your answer, y- y- your opinion doesn't matter. You know what I mean? So you know, like you you can't always say you you can't always say certain things when it comes to opinions. You know? No, and if yeah. someone doesn't like my opinion, then you can get in the line with other people that I just don't care about. So yeah, yeah. All right, Stoyer, who you got? I mean, that's kind of in line with the. Uh, with the topic at hand is like, what if you take your belo- a beloved character that you absolutely love? A lot of people fell in love with Ellie in the first game, mm-hmm. you know, and then to see her almost turn into an evil, sadistic person, mm-hmm. you know, probably warped a lot of people's brains and like for, for sure, and yeah, yeah, and and that's a lot of where I got where a lot of people started hating it because you know you had Abby on one hand and then you had Ellie on the other, two different characters. But one had a more redeeming uh, end to her story, mm-hmm. and another one, the most beloved character between the two, didn't. She came home with nothing. She has yeah. nothing now. She lost everything. And that I think that's why a lot of that was probably a good portion of the people that didn't like that game because they didn't like how her story ended, you know. And she was one of the most beloved characters I think in PlayStation's history but. but that's how but that's how people's stories in real life happen like shit like the most hopeful optimistic people or even the most pe- innocuous people you know like something goes wrong in their life and they lose everything and they don't know and they, they do not know how to like break the sur- break the surface after they've gotten fucking hit by the undertow of the water mm-hmm. yeah. and like and when you find out the reason why she's so like i need to do this it's even like more heartbreaking yeah, exactly. it's like it's like it's like it's like Jesus, right? A lot of villains have tragic stories. They don't just come. They don't. They don't just come out saying, "Oh, I'm gonna be a bad guy." <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but uh, story to 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 backpack all what you said. I think it's because in the first one she was like the holy child. It's like I have to protect her and the whole father daughter thing. And then she in the second innocent. one, yeah. And then in the second one, we have Abby who is quote bad guy and Ellie who's quote the good guy, and they do this. And then mm-hmm. and then. Yeah. And then it's like, wow, Ellie is such a piece of shit character. It's like, I'm sorry, you go, you go watch your 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 
bother getting get the only thing you have in the world. And, and here's the crazy part about that: if you think about how the Last of Us is goes full circle, because remember at the beginning of the Last of Us, Joel lost his daughter, and he mm-hmm. became and he became like an anarchist. Yeah, he became, yeah. yeah turned into a shitty person according and, to his and, friend that, and Ellie yeah. and Ellie yes. pulled him up out of that muck, right? I never thought of it I, like that. So I like this. Cool. I like this. Well, it's because I just I just sat down like I, I just sat down and rewatched most of the Last of Us Part One, and I hadn't I hadn't I hadn't touched that game since I beat it back in 2013. I, so yeah, like it was a, it was a treat watching my boyfriend play it. No, it's a good one. Yep. All right, story. We didn't hear your answer. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I, I said it in the beginning, Leon Kennedy. Because okay, oh, you were being for real about this. I, I was being for real about this. I uh, actually like, thought you were trolling. Why I, is nope. everybody up on Leon S. Candy's nuts? Whoa, I'm going to tell, okay. tell you why. On, I'm going to tell you why. Hold on, hold on. The, the comb over blonde hair makes my heart beat every single time. Don't even start. <laughs> Don't even start. I have that a thing man, about... Go ahead. I was going to say, that man is beautiful. I will not even front. That man is beautiful. God. I have a thing about heroes kind of coming coming, coming of, of age, age where literally they have no choice. Mm-hmm. They have no choice. <laughs> yeah, because his first day on the job was a crucible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and his first day on the job was, here's a gun, that's the world. <laughs> yeah, and so I I have respect for stories like that to where, you know, at some point, and, you know, this is kind of like indicative to what real life is, like, at some point you have to face the music. You have to kind of, you know, you're going to have some shit thrown your way and you can either turn tail and run or you can just face it, you know, and actually try to do something about it. So mm-hmm. I respect stories surrounding that, you know, Jin Sakai is another one invading army uh, is invading his country and he's got to do something, you know, See, I, he's not he's not just going to sit there and do nothing. So obviously in the case of Resident Evil 2, he shows up, his whole town is being taken over by zombies and. Not only does obviously does he want to escape, but he actually wants to kind of do something about it. Mm-hmm. So obviously that's where we see his character grow into you know Resident Evil Four, into Resident Evil uh, Six. You know, so I gotta say RE Six's version of Resident Evil is probably my favorite of uh, Leon. It's probably my best one. It's probably my favorite one. It's kind of the more because I'm not um, I'm not I'm not counting the movies because because I, I guess my big disconnect with Leon is how he became basically a superhero. I mean, man survived a plane crash. He survived a plane crash in that's, Resident that's, Evil Six. That's not that hard. That's not that hard to do. It's it's like. Oh, are you okay. kidding me? That oh. plane landed in the middle of a city. Don't tell me that's not that hard. To do. Okay, Leron, you don't survive a plane crash. Yeah, well, let's put Leron in a big, large seven forty seven. I'm the motherfucker. <laughs> no, no, no. See, that's the thing about it. I'm the motherfucker that would survive that shit because, like, I'm always afraid of the fact that you know, like, I'll survive it, but I'm gonna get maimed the fuck up, and then you know, I have to live with that the rest of my life. So I, so, so knowing my luck, I would survive because I'd be like a cripple or, or even worse. Whereas this dude is kind of, whereas this dude, this dude, this dude, this dude, and, and and some random chick just walked out of that shit like it wasn't nothing. <laughs> wasn't a random chick. I mean, she was, she was random for, for she was random. I guess, was, yeah, because. By, our, by Resident Evil standards. <laughs> I mean, that was the only game she ever really appeared in. Yeah. Like, I, I guess. But, um. No, no, no a, yeah, I like it. That's like, a good, like that's I a said, good pick. I have a, you know, it's, it, it's one of those things like. 
he, I mean, he wasn't necessarily groomed. He had to kind of learn on the go. Yeah. I mean, even as we saw in Resident Evil 4, he kind of exuded this sort of confidence, but obviously he was still making stupid, shitty rookie mistakes and kind of learning as he went. And yeah, obviously at Resident Evil 6, we start to see kind of the matured, uh, experienced, grizzled war vet of that Leon Kennedy is, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But I mean, my man Chris Redfield over here punching a boulder. So bunch of boulders. Um, yeah. See that that, just, that, that that pulled me out of the <laughs> element there. Turned, just turned you a deadbeat drunk in some AC, Eastern AC, European that's, bar. That's AC, that's the thing I don't understand about Resident Evil. It's, uh, I, as much as I love Resident Evil, I don't understand how like these characters are doing this and they're not on. The, on the T virus, or the G virus, or whatever, and stuff like that, you Listen. know, like I, 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 I understand why Jill is the badass she is because Wesker fucked, of, Wesker fucked of her DNA. I understand that, you know. Chris, Chris from Resident One to Three, you cannot tell me this man is any shooting steroids in himself. Something's this going on. This Something's man was more yoked than Arnold because he okay? wasn't even like <laughs> he wasn't even like that in Code Veronica, and all of a sudden, like Five shows up, and it was like, uh. Uh, this Chris Redfield? Who is this? <laughs> well, and yeah, yeah. Five, my man over here, like, fucking headlocking I mean, zombies. Technically during, the, technically during the lore, in the lore, uh, you know, Chris thought uh, Albert Wesker was dead, and then obviously when he sees him in Code Veronica, he actually decides, and this is in the lore, that he needs to prepare his body for the next fight with Albert Wesker, and that's why really? we see him jacked as fucked. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's in the lore. I mean, I mean, to be, to be fair, though, like, like, Wesker was on some new shit when they saw each other in, in Co Veronica. Exactly, that's why, that's what kind of scared Chris, because Chris is like, I gotta get my body ready. He pulled a Reggie Fees at me. Yeah. My which, body is ready. My body is ready. <laughs> which is, which is funny, though, because, like, for as bad as Wesker thought he was, he was no match for Ale Alexia Ashford. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that crazy bitch. She was crazy. <laughs> All right, two people. All right, so um, story was that? Did you want to add anything else or? No, I mean, like I said, uh, just to put a nail in this coffin, my man drove a Ducati monster motorcycle up a flight of stairs, <laughs> crashed into a hallway, pulled out his handgun. This is all in slow motion, by the way, and started branding zombies left and right. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Stephanie, is it my fault to, for ha for making this art for for making this article the topic for tonight, or is it your fault for writing the article? Whose fault is this? Mm, <laughs> I'll take the fall. <laughs> You're just doing your job, Leron. I I try my best. Okay, all right. Well, I'm gonna watch that clip again. <laughs> I might watch it too. That's the problem. This, this was a. The, I think this Stephanie and Andre for context. This same conversation about leon kennedy riding up a flight of stairs on a motorcycle uh from what was it resident evil damnation yeah I yeah. Think, yeah yeah I, I basically mentioned that clip three episodes in a row and i watched the clip every time recordings every time and i kept talking about it every time and i did it for like three or four episodes in a row and i stopped because obviously i don't like to recycle jokes that often but wow i mean i will just say it now Leon in the animated films does some crazy shit that I'm like, okay, dude. Like this man rides a motorcycle <laughs> up a flight of stairs. <laughs> oh goodness! All right, so I'll, I'll keep reminding you guys all day about that. All right, so it's my turn, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, so it's gonna be funny because like you guys put a you guys put a bunch of like of like 
stellar stellar people up there. Samus, um, Samus, Samus. Nah, nah. Because she's Alex she's broken. Her 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 her, her, her took off her helmet and it was a girl. I was I was like, I was shocked. I, I was, I was shocked. like, I'm playing a chick. This is okay. Cool. I'm in. I, I was I was shocked, but uh, but you know what? You, I wasn't shocked. Like I was like, cool. It's a girl. Like. I don't know. I guess I that mean, was my no, my no. Mentality. I mean, I was, I was shocked. To me. I was shocked, but I was also like, "Oh, it's a girl." You know, I, I, I don't know what I was expecting when I when I beat Metroid. That shows how masochistic you are. Yeah, you gotta be a male. No, I wasn't like that. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I wasn't like that, but I don't know what I was expecting. But it was a pleasant surprise when um when like she loses the helmet and it's a woman. Um. All right, but actually. My character, my character isn't isn't all super, but he is a badass and it is a male. Um, this one goes out to Isaac Clark from the Dead Space series. Ah. My boy Isaac, you want to talk about going through some shit? My boy Isaac went exactly, through some shit. exactly. Yeah. This guy, this guy brought himself back from the brink of insanity. I didn't date girls for a year. I don't know if he did that. <laughs> No, 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 I no, think no. That man well, was insane all the way through. <laughs> you think it was insane all the way through? Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I don't right. think he brought himself from back to the brink of anything. So, everybody. He, so, just, he just lived in it. So, he everybody everybody's played Dead Space knows basically, like, Isaac Clark was just this engineer dude that was going on a routine run to the ship that his that his girlfriend was on just to, just to save her life and stuff like that. And, you know, through a horrible twist of events and stuff, like, comes to find out that she his didn't make it. girlfriend's insane. She, Do no, I need no. to take off my headphones? Uh, you play no. Dead Space? No. No, she's watching me play Dead Space. But she'll be playing the remake when it comes yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna give away heavy spoilers and stuff like that. But basically but basically Isaac, you know, goes what through go, goes through all this hell on this ship called the USGS Mirror, which basically like like I don't know why I picked Dead Space to be the first game to me to get back into, into survival horror, but yeah, whatever. Um but then we get to Dead Space 2, and we come to find out that, you know, like, the stuff that goes on in the events of Dead Space 1 has basically, like, broken his mind to the point where, where like, he can't deal with reality, you know, for, 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 for longer than, like, you know, like, one hour stints at a time and stuff like that. Um, and, of course, like, he wakes up in the middle of another necromorph outbreak in the sec in, 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 during the second game, and then it becomes very apparent because, like, here's the cool thing about it. In Dead Space One, like as you're going through the as you're going through the through the through the ship with Isaac, you can always hear necromorphs like going through the going through the vents in the walls and stuff like that. And then in Dead Space Two, like one thing that's crazy about Dead Space Two is all of a sudden for you to traverse through certain points, you have to start crawling through the vents too. And it's mm, and it's nope. funny. And it's funny because like when you start correlating what's going on in his mind and he's crawling through the vents, are you all like, oh shit, he's the thing in the vents now. You start realizing that stuff and things like that, and um, and his and his and his mind is and his mind is so broken and stuff like that that you know like any human contact that he that he comes that he comes uh, in, that he encounters during Dead Space Two, he latches onto them, you know, and some of them are are outright dangers and stuff like that. Um, so basically, he survives another necromorph out, outbreak, and you know it's because it's because humans are shitty people, you know. I just want to add, um. One of my favorite things about Dead Space 2 is the fact that you will sometimes have Dead Space 1, like, action sequences happen, and then they'll stop, and it's just him, like, yeah. PTSDing, and it's fucking so cool. Yeah. Because I'm even like, wait a minute, and yeah. it stops, and I'm like, okay, that was fucked. So, yeah, like, all it, right. 
Yeah, so in Dead Space 2, the major thing was that he had to deal with with his uh, with his insanity and his uh, post traumatic stress, which by the end of Dead Space 2, he actually he actually survives it, um, but he but he's so broken to the point that he just wants to let himself die, you know. But it, and so then we get to Dead Space 3, and we've come and we've come to find we we come to find him now. He's actually he's actually I'm gonna say he's more balanced, more adjusted, but he still lives with the stuff that that goes on with him. Because then we get a master class in what's going, what's been going on with Isaac the entire time. Because we thought we were witnessing a lot of it during Dead Space Two, but when you play Dead Space Three's co-op and you're playing with Isaac Carver, who's his partner for for practically the entire game, you start to understand what Isaac is going through. Because if you play with Carver. Carver has full-on sequences where he's lost his mind and stuff, while Isaac is standing right there next to him, and he's li- and Carver's living out a fantasy that something else is going on and stuff like that. I, I haven't played the co-op, but I've heard you and Stoy talk about it. Is Carver more insane than Isaac? Carver is fre- Carver is freshly insane because Isaac has had Isaac has has exposure to the marker, and then he had an entire game to deal with a, an entire game after that exposure to deal with and stuff like that. Whereas Carver oh. is just now getting the first effects of, and you got to remember the marker signal. The marker signal drives drives people insane to the point where where they kill themselves because they become a necromorph in, after death and stuff like that. Got it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So that's that's so yeah so you start to see. You start to see what Isaac had gone through, but the cool thing about what Isaac went through, Isaac was put into sedation as he was going through it. Carver had no no luck. Carver, no Carver spoilers here, Stephanie. Right? <laughs> yep, none whatsoever. None whatsoever. Yep. These Carver aren't just have- these aren't spoilers. These don't the, everything I've everything I've said about like what happened to Isaac happened in between Dead Space One and Two. You don't see that. I didn't give you any spoilers about Dead Space 3. Like, you don't know who the big bad antagonist was or anything like that. You just know no ne- necromorph outbreak happens. I didn't tell you what, what went on in Dead Space so 3. I, I only told you what happened with the first two games. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, but anyway, like, the, like, like I said, Isaac Clark also is... learned how to talk in the second one. That's that true. <laughs> that is true. He was, a, he was That was a silent protagonist in the very first game. <laughs> and then they realized they couldn't tell an effective story with a... An effective character-driven story when the character can't talk, so... Yeah. Which is why I'm also so happy that the guy that voiced Isaac Clark for Dead Space 2 and 3 is back for, to voice him in Dead Space 1. Oh, cool. The remake? Yeah, in the remake, yeah. Yeah. That's also the other big draw to why I want to play it, because I, I actually like Gunnar Wright playing Isaac Clark. Like, some cool shit. Um, Alright, everybody's yawning. I guess that means... I guess that's a sign. <laughs> you're the one that was yawning. Nah, you're not the only one that yawned. <laughs> All right. Well, um, those are some good picks, guys. I, I I like I like your answers. Like shit, this is great. Like you know, I guess I guess someone helped me understand Leon Kennedy a little bit better tonight. <laughs> I'm always down for that. And somebody and somebody gave me more motivation to play Ghost of Tsushima. And um, and oh my God, how long have I been telling you to play Ghost of Tsushima? Stephanie comes on one episode and they're like, "Hey, maybe I'll start playing it." <laughs> oh God, I'm a very effective speaker. T- Today, apparently today is my last day on Crossroads. So. <laughs> no. Not again. Done. He, he always says that. He comes I back. say that at he, the end of every episode. He like he likes the abuse. My last episode. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? We can go ahead and wrap up the show. Like, What did I do for you? I mean, we already, I, I already understood Ellie. Like, Good I mean, it was, it, it was a great conversation. No, you know what? My last day. Wow. My last 
<sighs> I can't make our own podcast. Looks like it's I, just I, us, Laron. I can't win. I can't win. You know what? Andre I, and I'll start our own podcast. Okay, there yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. We're going to go ahead and wrap up tonight. So, uh, so thank you out there for listening. You know, like we appreciate it. Thank you for hanging out with us. If you were on the live, uh, live feed with us tonight, uh, definitely appreciative for that. Uh, before we head out, we're going to go ahead and do the thing that we always do, which is let people know where they can find us at. So we're going to start off with plugs here. Stephanie, please. All right, people can find me on the internets on Twitter and Instagram at Klimov, K-L-I-M-O-V underscore author. Um, my articles, like the one that we just talked about on BossRush.net, and you can catch me Wednesday nights on Boss Rush Podcast and other podcasts like After Dark and Standard Definition. All right, cool. Andre? You can catch me on YouTube at Andre Wilson. <coughs> Oh, God. Excuse me. And you can catch... Yeah. Yeah. And you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Andre underscore Wilson. A-N-N-D-R-E underscore W-I-L-S-O-N. Um, I'm trying to get it anywhere else. If you do follow me on Twitter, I am trying to work on a portfolio for photography, so keep an eye out on that. I will also tweet when my YouTube videos are up. I just recently did a one where I talk about for the next 30 days, I'm going to be trying to write down 68 creative ideas and try and get them done. It's very hard, very hard to do. I'm, I'll get three and I'm like, fuck, what are the other That's four? a lot for a day. It's hard. Like I have, I have daily vlog. I have edit vlog and then i what was the third one and then i have like so today it was edit vlog and then what is this oh edit vlog and podcast and then i'm like okay well now what's the other four so like it's very hard to be and i i encourage everyone to challenge themselves if it's not creative ideas it's something just have eight things you do and then by the end of the 30 days see if like they're a habit or if you're like well these didn't really work it's great um, other than that, I just do like YouTube shorts and then on Twitter, I'm trying to be more engaging with people. So yeah. So, uh, YouTube, Twitter and Instagram. All right, cool. Stoy. Uh, I'm on the EXP cast. <clears throat> We're a video game podcast on the boss rush network. You can, uh, we post episodes about Mondays, every Monday and Thursday, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram <sighs> at EXP cast. And also my personal Twitter at Stoy MKE8. Oh. Stephanie left. Uh, yeah, she, uh, she probably had to. She probably had to restart her Skype. All right. Oh, okay. And as always, you can catch me on social media at Exodus eight zero three. Uh, that's also my uh, YouTube and Twitch channels uh, handles, as well as uh, my PlayStation uh, PlayStation Network ID and my Steam ID. Uh, don't forget, I'm also part of the Boss Rush podcast team that, that we broadcast on Wednesday nights uh, on Boss Rush Net, usually on Boss Rush <laughs> Net's uh, Twitch. But uh, we also, uh, but we also do it every now and then on, on the bossrush.net uh, YouTube. So check that out. Uh, also, uh, do not forget uh, Crossroads has a merch store. Uh, information has been provided in our in our stream chat tonight. Oh. And uh, and you know, uh, looks like uh, looks like we did lose Stephanie. But you know what? Shout out to 
uh, shout out to her again because like she's got a wonderful uh, boss rush uh, banter uh, talking about can Pax's uh, read pop revive E3 in 2023? Yeah, um, they're gonna make one more attempt. Uh, so E3 will be coming back real soon. Be back next year. Uh, check out for Ant- sure or like attention. I think it's gonna be for sure. They've got they've got the packs they've got the packs people involved now. So it, it's probably okay. it's probably a sure bet this time. Um, uh, and check out Andrew Millard's uh, check out Andrew Millard's uh, review for the game Point P, uh, which players can play right now on Android and iOS uh, via a Netflix gaming subscription. Uh, also, oh, lastly, I should say, uh, find out the things, uh, find out how things went for Mark Pereira when he recently quit social media in his article, Reignited, how breaking up with social media helped me fall back in love with mobile gaming. It's like, dude, it's like, you're going to be back on social media <laughs> playing mobile God, games. You're gonna be- if, I could, <laughs> if I could quit socials, I would. <laughs> All that and more can be found over at BossRush.net, so head there and check out more editorials and shows from our ever-growing family of, uh, of creators and contributors. Uh, we're also looking for some really cool people to and, and nerds to hang out with, so uh, why not join the BossRush Discord? Yeah, because that's a thing. You know, we, the thing. Yep. As always, you can chat with us and keep the conversation going by hitting us up on Twitter at PS underscore Crossroads. Additional more news, events, and topics while we're getting ready for the next installment of Crossroads. Hey, everyone. This has been episode 88 of Crossroads. Come back and join us next week in our where we will stay in our new home on YouTube. <laughs> uh, and if you and as always, real quick. If you like the show, please consider subscribing to this to the podcast, as which basically is subscribing to my YouTube channel. And don't forget to smash that like button and turn on your notifications in the process. Uh, also, and, remember, huh? And drop your favorite character. So we all talked about our favorite mm. characters. Drop your favorite character and why? Yes, 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 yes. Do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, if you're checking out the audio versions of the podcast, remember to share, rate, and review us wherever you uh, wherever you're hitting those up at. And that's it for us tonight. As part of Boss Rush Games family, we want you all to have a great night. Please remember, be better, play games, be safe out there. <laughs> Take care of it, yourselves. Is it be you? Be better. Be better. Uh, be something. Uh, be one, one with the thing. cat. Wait. Be, be one, uh, with, be the one with the cat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. All right, everyone. We're done for tonight. You take care of yourselves, and we will see you on the next episode of Crossroads. Have a good one. Good night.